whenever you are ready. <coughs> red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Human torch was denied. The human torch was denied. A bank loan. Oh no! I almost started reading. I almost started reading a message that somebody else had sent me because I thought it was still on yours. And so I went back and I was like, "That's that's not right." It was a good thing I started reading it. Yeah. Well, hello there. Do me a favor. Look at your significant other. They're gorgeous, aren't they? Perfect, right? Wrong! Know why? Because they're not wearing a shirt from He Shirt, She Shirt. Your one-stop shop for shirts with amazing sayings and logos on them. 11 out of 10 doctors agree that putting a He Shirt, She Shirt item on your loved one will increase libido by 4.93%. That's a lot of doctors. That's approximately two that's approximately 2.6 more seconds of sweet, sweet cuddling. Ooh. Or more. You can't deny the science. So run over to heshirtsheshirt.com and use code JSGCAST and purchase your very own shirt today. And now, try to pay attention to this episode of Just Some Guardians. That was a Kevin really Conway. good Android. <laughs> he shirt, she shirt. <laughs> Kevin Conway. Yeah, I didn't read it beforehand, but I saw an exclamation point coming up, so I was like, mm. yeah, "Here we go, better, dude. That's, that's pro level, yeah. Got to amp it up. That was that it, was it, one of the best ad reads you've ever done. I, I should have been, uh, you know, like Michael Kramer, Kate Redding, where I just read books. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think can't really do the voices, but I could try. It's the haircut. That's I, did pretty, I did a pretty passable New York accent for a rat in our last. The last time I played D anD D, let's hear it for As our the rat. New York New York listeners out there. All right, all right. Yo, I'm walking here. <laughs> You're aggravating my sciatica. What do you want? <laughs> it's terrible, but it made them laugh, and that's all that matters. That's all I wanted. A- anything for the laugh. I hear you, dude. I hear you. <laughs> Yeah, so so they're in a sewer. They one of them has a ring of animal companionship. So he decides, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go grab this rat. In I'm gonna sewer, try yeah, to ask sense. directions. But he never really asked the rat for directions. He was like, "Are there monsters nearby?" And the rat's like, "Of course, there are monsters nearby. You're in a sewer on the water deep. What do you expect?" Condemn. It's rather amazing. That's pretty amazing. We had a. Uh... Uh, in in my last campaign here, we had a guy who who was talking to animals all the time. So I constantly was like having to make yep. the same thing, make up stuff on the fly. And so we had a, <laughs> we had a horse named Chad who was just super chill all the time. Nay, bro, and just like it was so much fun, <laughs> dude. Just nay it up, bro. That's great. And whatever so happens, happens. For some reason, this. This guy decided that he really wanted a boar companion, and somehow he ended up, like, there was a pigsty nearby, so he's like, I'm going to go and talk to this pig. Well, I decided to make the pig, like, this flirt, and it's, <laughs> it, 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 it is, it is, it is a non-binary flirtatious pig. And so, like, it's always trying to come onto him, and, like, one of the, one of the players was given, like, this chainmail bikini armor set yeah. that was way too big for the character um as like a gag gift so now the pig wears it 
It's it's sexy pig. There's this there's this bikini clad armored pig that walks around trying to sidle up on everybody and be like, "Hey, now is this a pig or is it a boar?" It's a pig. (laughs) Because it's just it's just this gross fat pig. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. <laughs> you might steal that. Yeah, yeah write, write that down. Also, you all should write down that this is episode 94 of Just Some Guardians. Hey, everyone, <laughs> how's it going? Welcome to the stream over here at twitch.tv slash Just Some Guardians, Friday nights, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, or wherever you are on the audio sequence. I sat down and uh, learned how to connect us to more things, so we're like literally everywhere now. We're literally everywhere. Literally everywhere. In your sock drawer. We are in, seriously, I I could we do... know what you're hiding in there. Yeah. I wish I could do one eyebrow. You can't do one eyebrow? I can't do one eyebrow. I can do they, this one. They both go up. Sort of. This one more dramatically. I, I can't. Yeah, for our I audio can't listeners, this. we're all just sitting here trying to raise our eyebrows. Russ is trying to raise one eyebrow. How much Botox have you had? (laughs) Russ is currently (laughs) shitting his pants. (laughs) Like I've tried. You've tried to shit your pants. Like, (laughs) well, (laughs) there have been times. He's been very successful. I mean, I think we've all been constipated at one time or another. And sometimes you really have to throw your weight into it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Got to put some elbow grease in there. Yeah, you like you like work it's on the you... stomach muscles so you can loosen them up and be like. When you have your uh, your callback, when you have your couch toilet, that's yeah. the best because you don't even have to move. You're good. You're absolutely. You sick. get me sitting there watching Family Feud. You just let it go. You let it go, man. See, see, and it's great because you just have to reach up. You have like some Velcro, so you mm-hmm. just. You know, it's got a partial cushion, so you just kind of move, and then you have a button on the side to flush it. Like, so where does where ooh. does it go? I don't know. Your neighbors. Your neighbor, I haven't yeah. figured that part out. Goes into their water <laughs> system. I have an upstairs apartment. I could just cut a hole. Well, Becky's showering again. Room. Time to flush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you said you said Becky. Why did my mind immediately go to the bird from Finding Dory? The seagull. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, they would be going, "Why, why? Look at that poop! Is mine? It's why? mine? Yeah, yeah, man, I love poop. I Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, folks, <laughs> do you like shit in your pants? So does the effervescent Russell. What's up, dude? Wow, you finally. Wow, Thanks. that that is that skill good. right there. I was like, because I realized that we had derailed again and that we hadn't actually gotten to the introduction yet. Yeah, exactly. But man, was that a good tie-in. Thanks, thanks. For you, the invenerable Elmer Fudd. Oh, man. I'm doing I'm doing all right, man. Doing good. I'm, I'm very excited to be here. Last week, uh, me and my wife celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary. What, what? That is so exciting. Yeah. What did you guys do? We watched paint dry, you know. I rented a uh, oh. a used. Is that what you call sex? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. We got a. Uh, I bought. I rented a uh, porta potty 
right? Yeah, very used. Mm-hmm. I was like, specifically, I don't want this thing to have ever been cleaned. And, and then you, know, you built a couch toilet. Then we built a couch toilet, yeah, and then painted the interior walls. We did that whole, you know, the new trend where you, like, put, you know, lines of tape and then paint over it and peel it off so it's all artistic, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sat there on our little, you know, couch toilet inside of a very used porta potty and watched paint dry and then peeled it off and then the tape. That was a really big. Oh, so instead of. Yeah, yeah, just whatever we could, you know, because I don't know if you know this, but finding like a very used porta potty is expensive. And so I couldn't afford the paint afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. It was very used. Therefore, the paint was already there. It's finger paint. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. That's not, that ain't no fingers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hmm. And the kids like doing this. Why not? Wee! Yeah, it was a good time. Alternatively, you could have just done like the sexy body paint and then like smeared yourself on it. <laughs> Do I make you any? <laughs> do i make you or do you... <laughs> yeah no we went to uh park city over in utah it's this like super mm. nice like resort yeah. mountain town yeah yeah and yeah, yeah. uh you know got it was a, ni- a really nice hotel had shuttles that went everywhere so we just took the bus system and shuttles all over the place and ate at a ton of really good restaurants went down one of the biggest tubing hills in the nation, which was super cool. Oh, yeah. That's fun. So much fun. Um, and, yeah, just, like, went up and down Main Street, all the stores and shops, and it was it was just super cute and fun. Oh, and I got to uh, – we met up the first night, uh, Mr. M.C. Kingsley from the Guardian Hub. I think you guys have, oh, you yeah. both know Kingsley. Yeah. yeah. So he lives in Utah, and we've been trying to meet up for a few years. Like, he'll come out here for something, and it doesn't work out, or I go out there for something. And yeah. his wife actually works like four minutes from where our hotel was. And he's like, Pfft. and I was like, yeah. And he was like, Pfft. and I was like, you betcha. And so we met for dinner and had like a cute little double date. So I got to meet Kingsley Aww. in person. It was super Aww. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That was fun. Yeah. But yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then we just flew home. And it was a really... So, you know, like COVID, all that stuff's happening, right? And so Ivan, we we flew out there because I didn't want to drive over the, uh, you know, Continental Divide Pass, all that shit during, you know, February, because that's terrible. Especially during the winter, yeah. Did that once? Yep. It was was like sledding in cars. Mm -hmm. It was was not great. I've done that once, too. Never again. Terrible idea. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, so we get on, we get on the plane. And we're like, all right. So, you know, I mean, everyone's masked up. It's good. We're like, all right, no one's allowed in middle seats. I remember reading about that. And they're like, uh, just so you folks are aware, this is an overpacked flight. You will have a neighbor. Like, there were so many people on this plane, they had to use the jump seats to put people on. And I was like, no way. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, wow. this is a thing we're doing? I mean, people were just, I'm mean, just a can of sardines of people. And I'm like, I hate everything about this situation. You know, I will say one good thing about COVID. Plane tickets were super cheap. And we, because Lindsay and I traveled a couple of times to go and see family. Yeah. 
tickets were super cheap and also like going through the airport was like a luxury like you're walking oh, through yeah. and you're like no line at the security counter whoosh dude seriously on the plane i can stretch out it was and our flight was because normally it's like five or six hours to go from here to st george utah which mm-hmm. is where her family is two hours that's it go there come back and i was like this is i wish it was like this every time yeah dude this so, is fantastic security was like whoop, 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 done sweet thanks bye have a nice day oh my god but yeah the plane thing was just ridiculous but everything else about the trip was wonderful and i mean obviously yeah. you know the, <laughs> no yeah well you have a pretty great wife so i do i have an absolutely <laughs> okay, incredible well wife. i wasn't going there but sure i'm saying <laughs> They had this, uh, they had an indoor hot tub and then an outdoor hot tub and a pool that like went between the two of them. And so it was like our last night, we're like, all right, we've just got to try it. So we got in the pool and then swam underneath the thing to go outside. And it was like, it was heated inside. It was heated on both sides, but you could feel the temperature change. Like the second you went through the threshold and you're like halfway underneath, you go, bad idea, bad idea. But you have to commit because you're already halfway under a wall, you know? Yeah, it was a, it was a tad chilly when you're in that the hot tub my... and your hair's freezing on your head at the same time. Yeah. It's an interesting feeling. But that was one of my favorite things was like when I was living in Utah, getting in the hot tub on a cold winter's night. Oh, yeah. And then and then getting nice and hot, jumping in the pool real quick mm-hmm. and then getting back in the hot tub before you freeze to death. Ooh, yep. Such a good feeling, dude. I was all about that. It was good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, also, folks, Sandbag Bob's here. <laughs> What's up, stud? We have another person. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Guys. Hi. <sighs> What's new so, with you, brother? We are in the process. I might have talked about this last time. I can't remember because it's been in our like to-do list for a couple weeks now. We're working on building a step for Kevin to get in and out of bed. Oh, I don't think you talked about this, and no. Jake drew... You told me. Okay, okay. Jake drew, like, this cute little blueprint, if you will. Like, little plans Aww. for it. But he's never really worked with wood before. <laughs> Except... <clears throat> anyway, he's never really worked with wood before. So he's oh. not used to how, like, forgiving... Boners. Sorry, I didn't... Uh-huh. All right, I caught on He's now. never really... Uh... So he's not used to how forgiving <laughs> wood it. is. Yeah, especially yours. Very unforgiving. Oh my god! So yes, we have this half-finished project. Is that a problem or an insult? I'm not. It all of the above. Yeah, yeah, both. It's a complement. Exactly, an insult supplement. Yeah, yeah. That sounds nutritional. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Doc. Trademarked. Um, so no, that's that's just kind of been been our thing, and. uh, I weaseled my way into not having to go into the office for this entire last week. So I've just kind of been enjoying, you know, business at the top, <laughs> uh, nothing on the bottom all yeah. week. <laughs> it's my favorite part of working from home. I don't even wear clothes because nobody sees me. <laughs> <laughs> well, until five, uh, I put on clothes about four o'clock after work is done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tried that yeah. at my job. It didn't go well. No, I can imagine yeah. not. I got oh, done very fast, time. though. Hey, you're not on Zoom. We can see your bottom half. Wait, what? Oh, God. I'm real sorry about that. Well, and and believe me, 
we got to make sure you have one of the post-it notes, you know, Mm -hmm. just, just to be safe. (laughs) I I have one on on my work computer. I have one of those little camera sticky things that I just, just in case like slides shut. Not that I really need it, but it's there. Yeah, just so, to, but no, yeah. just kind of chilling, been yeah. playing, uh, trying to get as much Valheim, not much in as I can yeah. over the last week, and uh, playing the Outriders demo. Was that like a what was what is that? Was what? It's a big mug. Love 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 that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Are you drinking mead? <laughs> uh, by mead, you mean Russell's piss, then yes. Send it to him fresh. fresh yeah, it's true. Oh it's God. true. We Same actually, it cost a lot of money. Um, you know. <laughs> Still warm. I have a fresh line from his house in Texas to me. And it mm-hmm. costs more money because of the elevation change. It has to be able to pump its way up a hill. <laughs> Russell does his Kegels. Yeah. <laughs> I work in. I, I have lots of practice from being constipated so much. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not diarrheing my pants. So oh, I just. I, I get prepped. I got I to gotta take a good breath in. A good breath Prep. out. And then yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, you know how sumo wrestlers can like, you know, suck their balls inside. Like he'll do that first and just like. And it just whoosh, wham, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can I can verify this. <laughs> Love it. All true. Yeah, all true. All true. Right on. <laughs> Arisen Phoenix in the chat over here. I don't think I want to know how much a good piss pump costs. You don't. No. You don't want Two words. Know. $500. Custom made. Custom made. Expensive. It's true. Yeah. Dare I say, bespoke. <laughs> Yeah. I had it gilded. <laughs> I had it gilded, yeah. Some people say it's gilding the lily, but, you know. I love everything <laughs> about you as a person. Man, <laughs> you're just great. Oh, boys, yeah. Kevin Conroy. So, what have you, what have you been up to? What were you up to this week? I mean, so we covered your your trip, but what have you been up to this week, Brett? Oh well, yeah. this this week was my first uh, week full time back at work, which was super exciting. Oh yeah, and, and exhausting yeah, yeah, after yeah. like not doing anything but physical therapy for a month. I was, like every day I finish, I'm like it, it. My ankle feels great, which is like like I'm, I'm working hard at work because I'm just so happy that it's like I'm walking and it feels good. Mm-hmm. And I look probably look like an idiot because I'm grinning ear to ear, like I can do this, yay! You know. Cool. Uh, but dude, I get home and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. But uh, yeah, too much, too, too much. much. But yeah, back back full time at work. Uh, got a new supervisor while I was away. Apparently, and they had him follow me my first day back, and that was weird. Okay. That's a little strange. Yeah, yeah. He's seven years younger than me. So that was interesting too. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh no, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. But the cool thing with that though is because everyone at the post office is usually like forty years older than me. So like oh, we okay. actually had a lot to talk about. So it wasn't, it wasn't that bad actually. I mean, it's like there's a you like you know the, he I made a Titanic reference. He's never seen Titanic. Um, he had no yeah. idea what oh, Rockadoodle was. <gasps> 
Um, I made a really great Irving Berlin joke, and he had no idea. So, I don't know who Irving Berlin is. You, of all people, should know who Irving Berlin is. Like, wrote a ton of really old, great music. Blue Sky. But my, my, my issue is, just, like, I know the song. Like, I know that song. Yeah. I'll never pay attention to the artist. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. So is it funny, like, those of you that have watched Star Trek movies, like the TNG movie Nemesis, that scene where Worf has been drinking the Romulan ale, mm -hmm. and Data starts singing, and he's just like... Irving Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Romulan ale should be illegal. <laughs> life like, forms. Do, 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 do. You precious little life forms. Life forms. Do, 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 do. Where are you? Oh, man. No, okay, so I have to tell the thing, though. So there's a lot of really old women on my route, and they're always in a circle outside talking, and they love me because I'll flirt, right? Because they're super old, and it's adorable. You flirt? Yeah. No. Man, there's some sexy old lady. <laughs> but um, yes, we're talking. They're complaining about. I always knew you had an old person fetish. Yeah, that's when he whips out his geriatrics. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You want some fresh Russell piss? He's like, look, check me out on this walker. It's yeah. the same brand Ooh. you have. Uh. You paint it red Ooh. so it's all. It, it looks like a sports car. Yeah. You walk up on it and you're like. I got flames going up the tennis balls on the bottom. Oh, yeah. It's sexy. There you dude. go. Yeah. You got a little glow, bell on it. The so dark tennis balls. Some underglow. You, you've, hooked, uh, you've hooked some um, playing cards to the bottom. So when you slide, it goes. Oh, yeah, dude. On the wheel. And I'm grinding bell. up and down on it going, bingo. <laughs> you want to take a ride on this? Yeah. <laughs> Speedster. You're out of breath though, because you're old. Because so you're, you're like, old, yeah. yeah. Let's take a ride on this, this speedster. I'm not certified to give CPR, <laughs> but um, yes, we're just sitting and they were just complaining about the people that filled in for me, which I have a couple stories for that if you guys want. It's ridiculous, but um, but yes, they're talking and she was telling the story. She's like, yeah, well, this guy came over and he was one of the guys filling in. He's like, I cannot find Irving Street anywhere, and I'm like, oh, it's in Berlin. Just, just flawlessly threw it over there, you know, and they all start cry like it took them a second. They all start crying, laughing. And he's like, what? And I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah. It hurt yeah, my soul. Child. Get out. Yeah, Go. Just be Walk gone. Walk away sir. from me. Child. Be gone. But yeah. Be gone, young one. Apparently there was this guy that's feeling on my route who took a, you know, like, not like a dolly is in like a doll, you know, like, you know, the roller dolly. You used to move appliances and shit, right? Yeah, took one of those with them on my walking route and like would load all the parcels for every street on that and would roll it up and down the road street, walk up the sidewalk, set at the bottom of a driveway, walk to the top of the driveway, deliver the mail, walk back down, get the dolly ready, go to the next house, set it up, walk up and, and did that the whole time. And I'm like, what? My supervisors were like, yeah, we're watching the thing. He was moving all day, but we're like, what is taking him so long to do the route? And they drove out to watch him, and they're like, we couldn't believe what we saw. I've never seen that ever. And I was like, yeah, that seems like a really dumb idea. <laughs> Fred. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. real dumb. Yeah, that's, that's, I don't know that's why pretty you stupid. Do that. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like uh, a lot more effort than it needs to be. But, yeah. Yeah. 
So do they have like trackers on you guys? Because they said that they knew he was moving all day long. Oh yeah, yeah. Our, our scanners are all GPS tracked. It's got to be slightly right. frustrating. Yeah. Welcome to 1984. Do yeah. they text you like if you've gone to take a poop and they're like, "Hey, why aren't you moving?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm well, something." They will. Moving. They will come. Yeah, yeah. They will come talk to you the next day, like, "Hey, you were at such and such address for seven minutes," and I'm like, "Seriously? Well, oh yeah, all the time. It's stupid." Well, because they have nothing better to do. And so they just sit in the office and pay attention to that and come yell at you the next day. And judge you? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, usually, usually I'll just tell judge them, like, management, like, because they'll come up every morning and ask you how much overtime you need. And, like, I flirt my way out of ne- I've I haven't actually answered that question in a year and a half. And mm. they they walk away just, I get them, you know, laughing or giggling or like, oh, and they walk away and never realize they never got the answer from me. And it's great. But so they'll do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, someone was just up here to talk to me about how great the post office is, how much they just adore it and love, love all the services we provide in our management. And then <laughs> I'll just go in this huge list of things, random shit. And they're like, oh, OK, uh-huh, and just try to leave. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's fine with me. But no, my favorite one, when I was doing collections, we actually had two scanners, one for the auxiliary route we did before. And then one I'm probably this is all super boring, probably. Um and then one for the it's collections kind of route. Okay. I yeah. And one for the collections route. And so I'm delivering the auxiliary route was this huge apartment complex, right? And so I come in like the next day and my boss is red faced screaming at me the second I clock in. Who the fuck were you hanging out with for an hour and a half yesterday? I'm I'm gonna fuck get to the bottom of this. I guess like district like figured out that I was near someone else for an hour and a half and were screaming at him all morning. So he started cussing me out and I'm like what are you talking about? Like, and he thought I was lying to him, like trying to just like play dumb. And I'm like, honestly, like what I was delivering mail. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And so he screams at me for about 45 minutes. This is my old uh, dude. The guy was ridiculous. And finally, I'm like, can I look at this shit? Right. So he gives me the paperwork. He's like, yeah, figure out who that was. You can tell me who you're hanging out with. And sure enough, it's just the other scanner. It was both my scanners I had for collections they were just because I'm delivering right there. So they were both with me. Oh, and so, so I hung out for an hour like, and a half with myself and got cussed out for 45 hell. minutes. And I'm like, hey, boss, man. He's like, what? Like, You're about to feel really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got more mad after I shoved it because he cut like legitly would not let me talk for 45 minutes cussing me out. And I'm like, all right, brother, you ready for this one? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that felt good. That felt good. Yeah, that had to be, that had to be one of those moments where you're like, you just circle it and you go here, you look at this. Hey, just so you let know, let me know when you figure it out. I'm gonna need a little overtime today because you let didn't let me work for 45 minutes. Sorry, boss. You go. That's pay. all I could think about. You're like 40. I'm like, that's so long. I know, dude. Oh it god. was. Re- that's not a lie. Le- oh my god. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, the dude was ridiculous. Hey everyone, welcome to Justin Guardians. Kevin Conroy. Ridiculously hot. Thanks. T-shirt, she-shirt. T-shirt, she-shirt. So we thought tonight, folks, now that we're like an hour into the show, that yes. we would we would discuss certain items that if you're here at the stream, twitch.tv slash Guardians, they're on the screen all over the place. You know what it is. But there was this little demo that came out for a certain game that has had a lot of hype around it um, that I've, I've been looking, looking at a little bit. 
It's got a lot of pretty cool elements from a bunch of other games, but I did not play the demo. Yeah. So I'm going to leave this in your guys' capable hands. And that that is a beautiful game uh, from what it looks like. Screenshots are gorgeous. Called Outriders. Take us away, guys. It, it's, it's pretty decent. Like, I mean, it's... I, the, my first, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what like what kind of what? game is it? So, the closest thing that I can probably think of was it, it's kind of like Division. Yeah. Um, as far as if you want to compare, but it, it, it because it's it's a it's a looter shooter. Okay, third first person. What it is with third third person looter shooter <laughs> cover cover based looter okay, shooter. Okay. Okay. Cover-based looter shooter, um, and gosh, um, so it, there's so much like there's a lot to it that's similar. There's a lot to it that's different. So it's a um, the the cool thing is is you have these powers, right? That are that are that that's kind of the big difference between this and things like Division, right? Yeah. Um, you have these powers that are meant to to be worked with a group. It's it's very much like as you play it, you can tell it's definitely geared towards drop in drop out play, which was kind of the cool thing. Like you have this very easy drop in drop out mechanic yeah. to people jumping in with you, jumping out for a mission, you know, and and this kind of thing. It's very much geared towards multiplayer. But I do I do um, want to quick interject though because like we compared yeah, it to the yeah. division. Ow. Oh, I just sat on my finger. Okay. You, you what? How did... I've been, okay, I've been making, I was like, so I sit like with my leg under my other leg. Like I'm sitting, sitting on my foot, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to swing my leg up and I like kicked my finger and then like sat on it. So I've been making smoothies. Uh, Jake got me one of the bullets for Christmas. I've been making smoothies with like avocado, pineapple, and like coconut and stuff. Was peeling an avocado today, and I had an instance where, like, the skin jammed up under my fingernail. Ooh. So yes. Anyway, um, unlike the division or or other games that strike is similar, this is not a games as a service game. Right. It's a just they're they're not going to be doing that whole games as a service trope. It's a it's a complete whole experience when you play solo or with other people. Um, it does have an end game activity that you can play to just get better stuff, but it's not going to be the whole games as a service model that we've seen try and fail continuously over the last like seven years. Mm -hmm. But okay. The, anyway, continue Russell. The, the game is very focused on the player, like the story and everything is focused on your character. It doesn't do like what destiny does where there are all these other guardians, right? And they're a big part of what's going on too. This is very focused. You are an individual and it does like, it's like there are other alter. There are some that are on our side and they kind of do whatever they want. And so it, it kind of gives a reason why these other characters would be, these other players would be dropping in and dropping out because they are what's called altered, which is, we'll get into that in a minute. Okay. Um, but they kind of they kind of drop in and drop out and kind of come in and it depends. You can set it to open. You can set it to friends only. You can set it to private while you're in your lobby. Um, and then and then similar to division, it has like world tiers. 
So as you progress, you're leveling up, but you're also making the world itself harder. Um, there, yeah, there are world tiers that when you reach a certain point, like killing enemies, earning experience, doing cool stuff, it just levels up your world tier. Right. Um, That's and cool. you, you have a choice of leveling it down if you want to, but it will level itself up automatically. You have no say in it. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things of Division was was that yeah. aspect. Like, I'm really glad. That's cool to see it in other games. That makes, yeah. it makes the replayability there because that's what I was going to ask with it not being games as a service. Like, where's the end game at? But if you can continuously do the end game at a higher difficulty. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I dig that a lot. I, and I think that that has a lot to do with it. I, I don't know how much, how many like of the missions are replayable. It seems as if they probably are because what happens is, is as you get into the world, there are like these doors that you go through. That's usually what that you do doors, is the yeah. area. That is the mission. Well, like as you go through it, it sets up that level. Yeah. And if you go back to yeah. that door, you can do that level again. Okay. It's like a zone and it's line. Like, yeah. Yeah. And and so the cool thing is, is when you have other people, you can go up to a door and start voting on that mission. And depending on how many people vote for it or the majority, that's that's the mission that you do. So the door area um, is at like a like a the last city or what you know the White House kind of area like a central hub. So so and 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 I mean I don't know how far this hub goes, um, but you start in this yeah this kind of last city environment. Okay, it's a definitely post apocalyptic feel kind of thing, um, and like you go over here and then there are a couple of side missions that you can pick up and. Or, or main mission, they'll lead you to this certain level, this certain space that is designated for this thing to occur. Yeah, like this quest. You go to that door. Right. And then you can go back to that that door because they are, they're usually doors. Um, and there then is, you go to that door, go back into it. There is one thing I liked about it. It's not necessarily that there's like this hub space. Because throughout mm -hmm. your, your traversing, you put down your banner, and you can customize your banner. And then at any point, you can go to a banner and fast travel to any other banner you put down. Oh, that's so cool. I yeah, that. so it's not that there's necessarily a hub. It's that most of these mission gateways, if you will, or doors, are positioned near a banner. So if you want to go back and right. do this quest or go back and do this mission or whatever, think, think like jumping in and out of... of acts or quests or whatever in, in Diablo three. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's similar to that. Um, only instead of replaying an entire act, you'll just go back and replay. Like you fast travel to this banner that was next to this woman who is lying injured and she wants you to go get revenge on the captain that injured her. You just go back, talk to her again, pick up the quest, the door to get to the dude is right next to her. So you just right. Go to that flag, talk to her, go through the door. Poof, you're back in the mission. That's actually really cool. I dig that. Right. That's a nice fast travel yeah. system. Well, you guys were saying. Um, so there's. A, there's oh, go ahead. No, if, if you want more there, I was going to take it to another to another spot. Go ahead. I was just going to say there's there's a level progression as you move forward in the game. And then you can go back to those places where you were for to go and hit those side missions. I, I just wanted to make that clear because like Nick said, it's not a hub. Yeah, but you're you're like actively progressing through the game, but then you can go back to these areas, to then go and do these missions again if you want to. Okay, 
because they have those gateways near that. It it's interesting. Yeah, it, it's hard to really kind of explain and have you, f- you know, f- figure it out. But uh, yeah, without actually seeing it, yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, and yeah. You- to be fair, the demo is the first act or first chapter of the game, which is essentially the intro. Think think. Um, thematically, the game reminded me a lot in the introduction sequence. A lot of Andromeda. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, think, think like playing up to the point that you get knocked out when the the remnant is it their mm-hmm. their structure like pulses. Like you play up to that point. Okay, this. that's pretty. That's a that's a pretty good little bit of time then for a demo. It is so it's, it's pretty good. Have you made it to the end of the demo then, Nick? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that's what I was getting to and i i adore the boss fight that effectively ends it's the last main activity you have and then you do like a couple mm-hmm. conversations um but anyway brent you were going to ask a question oh yeah um so you guys had mentioned that it's it's a looter shooter so how does the uh um like the gear where i assume it's like you got your helmet and your chest piece and all that stuff but like how does how does the inventory management i guess all that work it's to me it was pretty simple i mean so you have your head chest uh hand uh legs and feet that's your you know your outfit that you're wearing okay um as you go through it it, you know it it lays it all out that's all on the right side on the left side you have all your your weapons so you have like you have three different slots in which you can put weapons there's there's like your handgun slot there's your like your special slot that's like shotguns and rifles and then your primary slot. Now I will say about weapon slots, I had at one point two shotguns. So I think it's just like you have two weapon slots and then a sidearm. I think you're right. Oh, okay. I yeah, you have you have a sidearm and then two primary cuz that's that's what I saw too and I figured you would jump in on that one. And that's that's all on the left side of your screen like as you pull up your your UI. Now good thing to know is because it is meant be online you cannot pause in the oh, yeah. mission like no. there are multiple there are multiple like stop points where you can pause and be like okay here i'm gonna you know usually before you go through the next gateway of that gateway of that particular area you've you've killed all the people in the area you can now okay i'm gonna change out my equipment i'm gonna check and see what i've gotten and picked up because it drops from enemies that die and then you can also find like these crates along the way as you go along yeah. and that's usually what drops um and nick I, i'm sure that you have some to contribute to that as well no and just I, puts his headphones no. off and walks out the room. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's it's hard to really talk about it because it's it's like just this teeny tiny little peak um i'm i'm kind of impressed with how the armor in the game, the higher tiers of armor, actually, it's not just, oh, they've got, you know, think destiny. They've got their strength, their discipline, and their intellect, or strength, whatever. Whatever, there's six stats of destiny now. I know they they, they change, they change them like thing. every couple months. Yeah, who knows? But um, in this, it's it's like the higher tiered armor, specifically tailor whatever plan, it adapts those abilities. It'll enhance your abilities directly. Right. So you can get some really, really crazy stuff. Like uh, one of the, and we'll talk about the classes, but one of the classes I enjoy the most is the trickster. 
and you play with like time and spatial manipulation. One of your abilities, you put this dome up and anything that's not you that's in the dome moves at like 1% speed. Like even bullets, you can just watch bullets. That's through. cool. I had no it's idea really, there was a class system. That's super cool. There's Yeah, there's four <laughs> classes and it for, based on one of the characters you fight, like there's definitely opportunity for like, because it's it's a it's a end to end experience, not games as a service. So like it, like Monster Hunter, like lots of opportunity for expansions. Yeah. Um, in in the traditional sense, not just like extending your item level cap. Mm-hmm. Um, so this bubble, I had all these. Are, I have four armor pieces on right now that extend the radius of this bubble by ten oh, that's meters. So cool. So this thing is huge. <laughs> it used to be. Yeah, just enough for like me and like I'd, I'd drop it if i was next to a few dudes and it was perfect now i can just put it up and it's gonna affect the battlefield no matter where i put the thing that's so awesome and, and this yeah. is an interesting thing to hit on too is that we say looter shooter because that's the the base right yeah this game is much from from the two classes that I played. It is all really focused on the powers that you get because they have really high recharge rates. So they're coming back up, boom, 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 and they recharge each other. Yeah. So how many so, how many abilities does each class like have that you or like how many ability slots do you have that you can use? Three. Three in the but demo. each class gets ten abilities. Okay. Right. So you can swap them out and. I think that's the thing, right? Because the 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 gear, like I had, I ended up with this, um, like an auto rifle, um, that with my pyromancer that would uh, like freeze people, freeze them, but it would like turn them to stone mm-hmm. for a second. So like it was like an odd chance on the bullet, so it like freeze them for a second, which was great because then I'd throw up. I'd throw a firewall at them and roast them real quick while they're frozen in place so they can't move out of it. Um, but it's very focused on the powers. And I find myself using the powers as my main thing and then pulling out my weapons to, like, finish people off. Yeah. Like, I was I was really throwing out powers, and then and then I'd be like, okay, boom, 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 to, to kind of, like, finish off people's health bar as I'm, like, getting ready to move to the next thing. It even says in the demo, it says, you're going to re- get rewarded for the more aggressively you play. And you are meant to feel like that's one of the things that I really got out of it, especially in my second playthrough as the Devastator. You are meant to feel like a super powered god yes. that is just tearing through people in ridiculous fashions. Because because people can't fly. They also did a, a game called... Uh, bullet storm oh okay i know bullet storm yeah yeah okay that rewarded you for doing just crazy crap very much and it was yeah that was a great game and and so this is very much in that flavor which the first time i played through i i don't think i had picked up on that because i had a lot more fun on the second playthrough because mm-hmm. then i was like oh this is supposed to make me feel like a superhero and be able to just go through and tear through these lines, I don't need to be as careful as I have been. I can just boom, 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 and just start throwing crap out there. Because it's not like... Because in Destiny, 
you kind of have like a slower recharge rate for like your grenades and your your special yeah. abilities. This is your special abilities and then the guns for flavor is really what it feels like. Yeah. You know. And, There's, I, and um, like the, that. the abilities will recharge each other. So like the, again I was playing the trickster one of my things is it that I loved and it's you you unlock five abilities I think in the demo four or five want to say five and I particularly latched onto one of them where if I see an enemy and they're within like a 40 or 50 meter range I can hit it and I teleport behind them Ooh. and then I'm just behind them like in in like melee range right behind them. And one of my other abilities is you take your arm and you slash out and anyone you hit they're aging cool one. Gets accelerated so like they'll wither and become a skeleton and then just crumble oh that's so cool so the indiana yeah. jones last crusade it exactly so the the teleport ability recharges faster the more enemies that i affect with time so if i teleport behind someone and then i do that blade thing and i kill three people my teleports back or if i put my bubble up and I teleport, like, or say I teleport behind a group, put the bubble up, slash, kill them, teleport comes back, I can teleport to someone else, my melee ability, like, freezes them in time, I kill them, kill another guy, kill another guy, teleports back, teleport back to the bubble, keep, it's, I mean, the synergy and the reach, like, Russell, you hit the nail on the head, like, we're used to slow ability cooldowns, Mm -hmm. This game rewards you for not sitting on those abilities. Use them. That's cool. Um, That's a way cool. And there's change. no there's no ultimate. You're not you're not like married to one ability and then you can toggle out the other two. You can control where like if on PlayStation, for example, it's R1, L1, and then them together. And you choose what ability goes where. So And it and it and it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Like like Nick said, there's no super. And, and and I think before we really get into the abilities, because I think that's where we're moving next is the classes and some of the cool things mm -hmm. about that. The important part, I think, that we cover before that is kind of the setup and the story, right? Yes. The setup to the story, right? Yeah. Because the setup is these people have fled from Earth because there was a war that destroyed it. And so apparently what happened is, is there were two ships that were like arcs that are supposed to be leaving earth and going. And it's like the last edges of humanity. Um, and as you're, as you're, as you were leaving, one of the ships blows up. And well, also and, it, go ahead. The, apparently there was like this, this group of people called the outriders that oh. were supposed to be like, Oh, That's the name they were the supposed game. to be, like think, think the military or the Pathfinder-esque mm -hmm. people. The majority of the actual Pathfinders were on the Ark ship that was destroyed. The mercenaries that were recruited into the Pathfinders, that's what mm -hmm. you are, they were on the Ark ship that actually makes it. So the you're outriders. not even the real Outriders. Yeah, and, and the Outriders are like this big deal. Like everybody sees an Outrider and they go, oh... You're an outrider. That's Ooh. crazy. They apparently, I, I, or at least from what I got, is they're highly trained individuals. Oh yeah, that are meant to be the front runners to colonize, take over planets. Like if there's a, a 
an opposing force to be able to fight back against them. They are elite soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you end up on this planet called the Enoch. And things start to go sideways like as soon as you land. Uh, and of course, like in the very beginning, there's this douchey guy that's the, you know, the the scientist. No, you're going to do what I say and I'm a prick about it, you know. It strikes me as like that that prissy officer guy that doesn't mm, like the undermines. Right. And so so you're you're acting as an outrider. You're going to kind of explore the planet, find places to set up colonies, that kind of thing. And that's where the banners kind of come into play. These banners are meant to be placed as this is I am claiming this, this is my spot, you know. And that that's kind of the the lore behind them. Because the the banners are what you use to kind of go back and forth between different places. Um, as you as you they explore further, they find like they have all these probes, and you're um, you're going to investigate these probes, and one of them is dead, but giving off a signal, and that's a big setup later on. But then the storm that they call the anomaly starts sweeping through. And like these people, like they start getting infected with this black fungus that's like straight up killing them immediately. They're like they're puking up this black goo. Um, and as the storm we- sweeps through, it's like just straight up. Every time somebody gets struck by lightning, they straight up evaporate and die. Like get torn apart. Like Sounds it's like a not. Nice place. Yeah. And so as you're running. Ooh. You come into contact with this, but somehow you survive. Um, you end up getting back to base, but then they put you... They're like, we're declaring a quarantine! And then they're like, you need to stop people from landing because this place sucks! And the, the prissy guy is like, no! It's too late! I'm a douche! Yeah. Um, I want a promotion! And, and then things really go off the rails. Like, you played Bulletstorm. Mm-hmm. It was aggressive very aggressive very they turn their guns on you you're you and your squad because you you've been infected and he's not gonna let you your infected little group stop his perfect plan of landing mm. and being the hero so he turns all his guns on you and he immediately shoots your mentor like oh is that boom, dead in the head gone Gone. Like, and he had, just he like, had a bodacious mustache. Like I thought he was going to be like a top like cool. level. I thought he was going to be like a, a Zavala like badass. Yeah, and, and then, then bam, yeah. head. just bam. Gone. That's actually yeah. I, I dig that a lot. I'm really into this. Ca- oh, okay, exactly. Yeah, immediately, like, and you're really? like, what? And he's just like, wait. He's a gets, cool guy. It gets yeah. crazy. And so, so you fight the guy, and that's like the first boss that you fight. Yeah, right? it's the intro. It's a very early, so there's no like um, spoilers here or anything. I mean, it's it's that doesn't necessarily affect the story. What does affect the story is then you're thrown in uh, because they're like, oh, you're sick because you're starting to display like you have your hand on uh, one of the vehicles and it starts to like burn through. And they're like, um, that's not supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> and so, so like you're you're not feeling well. So they throw you in a cryogenics chamber, and the next thing you know, you're waking up 
And there are people that are like, we got to go. This is a terrible place. We can't stay here. And the guy's like, he's going to die. And they're like, ah, we don't care. So they take off. And then you get abducted by this military force that has apparently now come into power called the insurgency. And they're like, as soon as they see you, they're like, throw him out in no man's land. There's an anomaly coming. He'll just die in that. Oh, that's you're, cute. You're, you're like, okay. And so they drive you out. And as they're driving you out, they take you through this place called the Valley of the Dead. Oh, this is which is, it's, So as you're driving through, and this is, this is kind of cool. Like the, the game, mechan- like the graphics are good. Yeah. Um, and, and like you're walking th- and you're driving through and there are all these cages with dead people, live people. Some are on impaled on stakes. Some are just hanging from chains and it's not like there's a few. There's a bunch of these people, yeah. <laughs> and 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 like they're they're all talking and they're arguing and then like it, it's brutal. And they get out into no man's land and like they just throw you out of the truck and they're like, "Peace out, mother. Good luck." Like, and there was there. There's also this moment where they're driving by this tank and this guy is like, he's injured and he gets out of the tank and he's like need help he's on the insurgency side these three people come up and just start beating him to death oh, i forgot about that jesus like like you really they really give you the picture that this place is messed no. up um so you get out into no man's land and then that's when you get your your powers start to manifest yeah the, you're basically caught in an anomaly and it passes through you. Right. You are one and so, anomaly. So, so that's when you get to choose your classes. And that's the setup, right? I, yeah. I, I'm not going to go into any more, but that's kind of the setup to get okay. these classes. And that's... So you end up as what's called... Shut up. <laughs> what? I didn't say Hold anything. On. Uh, Hold on, Russell. Can I, can, can I, can I give you just, Brett, the, 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 the next... There's a few jaw droppers in the in the intro. Can I give you the next jaw dropper? Literally, I was like, "Okay." Spoiler that's warning. What this game is about. Yeah, go for it. Can, can I do it? Yeah, bring it. So when you're when you're pulled out of this like pod, this like helipod to secure you and whatever, it's been 31 years. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that shit. Like so, you you you're. You're an outrider that's just been stuck. So yeah, and you you get you, know, you have good conversations with some people, like some of your squad mates or whatever, before all, everything hits the fan in the beginning. And some of them are still around, but and very they're old. aged thirty-one years. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> and like oh, son of a bitch. I love that. Like uh, they they did it. The <clears throat> Fallout games when they did that, and then like. <clears throat> Um, Mass Effect Andromeda, like that, that threw me for a loop. Cause like you, when you get really into Mass Effect and you start memorizing, like how old a lot of those races get, <laughs> hello, I'm a nerd. Um, like you start doing the math and you're like, you, you start figuring out which races have people that are still alive from when you left and woke up and mm. you're like, God, like what's going on over there while this is happening. Yep. I love that stuff. Absolutely. I remember us geeking out about that when we found out how long the arcs had been traveling in Andromeda. Yeah. Like there are Krogan okay, that's all who are telling stories of me leaving and I just woke up. Yeah. Yep. 
Sorry, go ahead, Russ. <clears throat> I was just going to say, they do a good job of kind of setting it up, and it and it feels like you're 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 gonna be like it's going to take place in this time frame, and then they're like, nope, we're going to skip ahead thirty years, and now you're in a post-apocalyptic society where two sides really really hate yeah. each other, and Yay. something terrible went down in the meantime, and you're like, oh, okay. This is cool too, but you end up as what's called an altar, which are people who get caught in these storms and then gain. Yeah, they abilities. don't. They don't die. Right? Huh? They become immortal, so they can't die technically. So, what are all the classes? Um. So we're glad you asked. There we go. I'm glad I asked too. I really, I found out tonight. There's classes. I'm actually really excited to find out what they are. So there's four classes. In the in the demo and uh, presumably in the vanilla game, yeah, uh, I'm assuming like Nick said that there'll probably be others because there's some hints that there may be some other abilities out there. So there's there's the technomancer, there's the um, pyromancer, the trickster, and the devastator. And Nick, I didn't play as the technomancer, but I believe you did. I did. Um, well, first, like each class, they give you like a couple couple like three three little tiny blurbs about like your play style like the technomancer is long range support and technology and the pyromancer is mid-range um i i don't remember it it says uh you gain health from burning people alive yeah. that's and what it the, says like that's that. the other thing <clears throat> The, All the right. trickster is is close range and like time manipulation, spatial, spatial and time, space time manipulation. But you're close range, okay. So it's like you you don't want to be sitting back shooting from afar. You want to be like I said, I can teleport right behind them. And that's why uh, it's good to slow everyone down because you're right in their faces. Right. Yeah. Okay, that makes and sense. And then the devastator is also close range and like survivability. So, so what what are some they're, devastator they're the abilities? Tank. Then they get they get health from okay. Well, if we want to start with the Devastator, okay. So, Devastator, I think, would be your favorite. Yeah, that's Elmer. why I asked what the right. abilities were because that sounds yeah. that's a great name. Okay. So, so, so they get they get health from killing people up close to them. Oh yeah, everyone so, everyone has a unique method of regaining health. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Right. Um, and so theirs is you kill people close to you and you heal. Um, and then, uh, they're the tank. And so a lot of their abilities revolve around like, uh, rock. Um, and so the three abilities that I've unlocked so far, because I, I didn't get nearly as far as Nick did because I was trying, I wanted to play a couple. I got to a certain point where I could get a feel for them and then switched it up. The devastator was actually my favorite. Um, because so you, you start out with the ability to just send a shock wave of earth through and it kind of widens out. So a lot of times, because you, if you kill people up close, get health. So I'd run up to a group of people and just throw down this, you know, cause you just, you stomp on the earth and then it just kind of cascades out or then, and then you just killed everybody and you gained a whole bunch of health. Oh, I'm just the whole time as a devastator I'm running around. The other ability is you you form rock around yourself to protect yourself and give you uh, like a higher armor. It makes you take less damage. 
And then the other ability was super cool because you jump up in the air like you turn into like all these rocks in the air and then you target somebody and then you like meteor land on them and then it does damage to people that are around them as well. Um, so that's that's like your go-to ability to get up close to some, get in there and then just start laying around with your other abilities. Um, because an hour and a half I went where it took me, you know, three or four to get with the pyromancer. Yeah. Because the whole time, like once I figured out the craziness that was this and like really kind of embraced the abilities, dude, mm-hmm. I, I would run in, I throw down a shockwave to, to kill some of the guys up close. And then I jump in the air and zoom in on them and bust them up. Then I, I throw on my rock armor and start laying around with my shotgun that weakens people with every shot that I have on them. So I just slam and it's just clouds of blood. Boom. You know, the people that aren't exploded because it's very bloody. Like you come in and people just rip apart. And so then you just boom, boom, boom. And I'm like full health. And then I, and then by that time, my other seismic stomp is up. So I, or if it's not, I run up and I melee somebody. And the cool thing with the Devastator is you run up. If you melee them, you just jump in the air and come down and boom. Um, and you do kind of like this little shockwave. It's not nearly as big. And then you throw out a seismic stomp and you you, you know you pull out your shotgun and you blow the guy next to you. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brett's like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Dude, I love um, blowing the guy I, next to me. I'll tell you what. um so i mean it's it's you're the tank and you're wanting to be up close because then you're gaining health from everybody dying around you so like the bigger group you can get into the middle of yeah the better off you are so you just jump to a bunch of people that are behind a wall and then you just seismic stomp or put on your armor and just start blasting them away with a shotgun and i mean it, it was a ton of fun that's awesome you got that inner kylo ren more and the really cool thing is is and i i don't know about the trickster or the technomancer but compared with the pyromancer it seems as also as if they are meant to interrupt so interrupt is a mechanic that is mostly used against like mini bosses which they have these altered abilities as well. And if you let them do this, they are going to do a move that's going to suck. Like one guy throws up a fire tornado that just floats around until you kill him. It lasts for forever. And so the captain he's talking about, that's the, it it introduces you to the interrupt mechanic as you're approaching this guy. Uh Yeah. I feel like I'm going to need that here. I played Pyromancer first, and then I did Technomancer, and then I did Trickster, and I am in love with the Trickster. Um, because of the interrupt. Yeah. And I noticed the Pyromancer, where I was at that point, only had one interrupt, and it was on a really long cooldown. Yeah, it, a much longer cooldown. So it was much harder to take out these guys, because you really want to you really want to interrupt them. And so it seems like the Trickster... And the Devastator are meant to stay up close to the to the to the, like the mini bosses or the bosses, and just keep interrupting them so that they can't get off their ability, um, because both of those were on a super quick cooldown, and it made the boss fights a lot easier because because I would just be like boom interrupted, and then I I 
air at them with my assault rifle or come up with a shotgun and just blast them a couple of times in the face and then duck back behind cover. And then, and then like he starts to do his thing where he's trying to heal. And so I jump up in the air and then slam down on him and then blast him a couple of times in the face and then back in the cover. So how do, I, how do the guns feel then? There's a good spread of guns in the demo. Okay. Um, you, you get you get like a sniper rifle, you get several different types of shotguns, all felt different. Um, mm-hmm. You get a couple different assault rifles, you get submachine guns, you get, uh, or no, I think it calls them light, no, you get light machine guns and submachine guns, mm-hmm. and assault rifles. Everything felt different. Um, Did it feel like you were I, doing damage? Because like the thing I hated the most with Anthem was like, yeah. I felt like if you used a gun, it was a waste of your time. Because it just did it's so not little like damage. Okay, good. No. There were several instances where I felt like, you know how Gears of War has a very visceral feel when yes. you're like up close in the trenches with the guns? Mm-hmm. Gears of War, to me, has the best gunplay in any shooter I've ever played, because I don't like twitchy shit. I like I like the in the trenches, let's yeah. just like chainsaw this is intense. each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Gears of War 3 Horde Mode is my heaven when it comes to shooter games, so... I felt like that at a few points. I was like, oh, that's the type of game this is. Okay. I but I have that. crazy space magic abilities, too. Um, there were good yeah. things about the guns. Like Nick said, they were, they were, um, they all felt different. They're solid. Yeah. The aiming is a little, like, I just, I felt like sometimes where I had my reticle, it wouldn't go to it would like shoot over to the left a little bit i'm hoping that that's just some increased polish because it feels like and honestly the the guns are the backup and they're there i guess if you want to use them but it seems like the main focus is with the powers to be able to to just do crazy stuff and then the guns are there to kind of finish, finish them off yeah um and so um yeah, so so the guns were good, but it doesn't feel like they're the focus because the powers powers feel much better than the guns, in my opinion. Okay. So for for what it's worth, there there are a few like cutscenes in the game. The dialogue doesn't always match up; like the audio doesn't match up to what you're seeing, which I found was really interesting. <laughs> um, and sometimes the last word of a sentence will repeat as the next line of dialogue is coming in. That's so great. Um, but I was just reading that the Outriders demo build is the build that they had in place before they even announced the delay at the end of last year. Oh, okay. So pre delay so to finish, yeah. polish, fingers crossed. Okay. That's what it alpha, alpha version demo. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I was hoping for because there are, as it's fun, but there are a lot of weird the audio and that kind of stuff is a weird quirk there are just some things that i'm like i have to kind of fix this and the polish like some areas feel kind of empty like you're just getting to the next place do the level like there there are some good bits and there are some bits that i'm like but but as i as i played the second time through i had a heck of a lot more fun i like i like melee classes anyway Sorry, I was thinking. It's like, <laughs> like, what just happened? I, I like melee. Are you okay? 
I like melee classes anyway, so that's kind of where my heart lies. Um, and so, so I had a lot more fun with like the Devastator, and I want to try the Trickster, but I was like, I don't know if Nick did the Devastator because you had mentioned specifically the Trickster and the Technomancer. So I was like, well, I'll play the Pyromancer and the Devastator so that we can each do two. Yeah, so tell tell me about the trickster because I'm really curious because that was another class that I really really wanted to play. Yeah, it's, from what you said, it sounds awesome. So there, the, my favorite thing about the trickster, I think, is how he gets health back. So when you kill an enemy in close range, you get twenty percent health back. Poof. You also get twelve percent of your health as an overshield, uh, which has a really cool effect as things are coming at you and hitting you. Like there's this really cool like blue flash of like the round incinerating in midair. That's um, cool. With this cool blue overshield. So you constantly want to be killing things in close range. Like as a trickster, I think I use my shotguns more than anything else. Um, speaking of shotguns, the captain that creates the fire tornadoes, I played as Pyromancer first. I fought him and I died and died and died and died. I'm like, this is just obnoxious. So I get, I get to that point as the trickster. And I get all hyped. I'm like, okay, okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna start strong, and then I like stick and move. Like I'm gonna teleport to him. I'm gonna put my bubble down. I'm gonna get off a few shots, and I'm gonna run and start clearing that. I killed him in like four seconds. <laughs> I teleported. This feels a little in. different. I teleported in, put the shield up, did the slash, pulled out the shotgun, boom, 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 dead. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Oh my god! I got like. 80% health is my overshield because I took out a whole bunch of ads with the slash. I'm like, this is nuts. It was cool. So, yeah, tr I'm just reading through a couple of the other, like, abilities. Um, so, like, everyone has a, a modifier for their weapon rounds that enhances it. So each class gets a different, different modifier. The trickster gets twisted rounds. And they're infused with anomaly energy for 20 seconds. Gives you a full reload when you use it. Um, they've got like this really cool, like you know, think fan of fan of blades or cyclone or whatever. They've got something like that. They've got a knife that you can throw that interrupts. They've got a time rift that's basically like a miniature time bubble, but it's around you and it deals a lot of damage. So super cool class. I didn't think I I went into the game expecting Technomancer to be Bay. And then I tried the trickster and I'm like, this is so different from my usual. I love it. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. well, it sounds so different from what you usually get to play in a game period. Like that's super right. interesting. Yeah. Um, the other class that I played a lot of was the Technomancer and it wasn't what I expected. Um, the abilities that I've unlocked so far, you've got like this grenade that you chuck really boring. I would expected something totally different to be their first ability than just this proximity grenade. Um, then you get a frost turret. So you throw out this turret that shoots frost rounds, so freeze enemies. That's cool. Dies pretty quickly, but if you use it tactically, it's not so bad. Mm -hmm. um, the third ability I unlocked, you put down this miniature missile launcher that just like carpet bombs the area in front of you. And I was like, <laughs> that's more like it. <laughs> that's better than a proximity grenade. Right. That's better. Um, so that one's fun. You you don't control where it goes other than like when you put it down, like from where you are to 30 feet in front of or like 30 yards in front of you, it's going to just get carpet bombed. Um, 
America. The trickster regains health by dealing damage. So as you shoot, you're you're instantly regaining health for every single oh, shot. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So, so you you're going to be want, very you're aggressive. Want something like like a, an SMG or a, an LMG. Like you want you want something that's consistently hitting rather than like burst shotguns because it's it's per hit that you're getting um, health back. So I've seen some crazy videos on Reddit that people have linked of like there's no way anyone should have survived that but it's just because you were the technomancer with a crazy rapid fire weapon that is the only reason you're still standing Jeez. so the technomancer so came back on damage yes you said the like every single hit oh okay. i apologize yes technomancer gets health back every single hit so like, it's, cool. it, you just watch your health is constantly like just yo-yoing up and down during firefights, which is, is it. not. Oh, this is it. Right. Oh, this <laughs> is it. Oh, so, that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that's super cool. Um, and I think the trickster's the only trick. I did it again. The technomancer is the only <laughs> class. Start with a T. Thank you. I was thinking that. Um, they're the only class that gets a heal ability. So the, the Technomancer can actually use an ability to regain health. That's oh, yeah. specifically okay. what the ability does. Okay. I actually want to go look it up now. And I think uh, the other classes, they get theirs on kills. Rather than... Right. Um, the specific, so the other one that I played as was the Pyromancer. And the Pyromancer is the mid-range. Yeah. I think, I think the Technomancer, at some point... Nick, you and I need to get together and play because I think I have a feeling they would probably shine most in parties. Um because of some of their their abilities. Because the pyromancer are really cool, really fun. Uh you're mid-range, so you're you're mostly kind of hanging back and the, the first ability that you unlock is like this firewall that just kind of goes in front of you. And it goes a surprisingly long way. Like I was like, I'm thinking uh, like 20 feet, like kind of just right in front of you. No, 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 no. This goes like halfway across the area. It's like whoosh. And it can, if you get it right, it'll go up. Like, because there's elevation, right? Yeah. Where people will be up high shooting down at you. You can get people up there. It doesn't go too high, but it can go high enough and then it catches them on fire. And then so they take prolonged damage over time. And I don't the know other if it's a demo bug, but it does go through walls, like cover. Yes, which I thought was. Really I, I don't cool. think it is. I think it's meant to go through walls because the seismic, the devastator seismic thing does too. So I think I think it's intended to be able to. Yeah, come um, think of it, the trickster's blade does also. That's so really cool the, to think about, like the synergy that could come from having some of these classes together. Yeah, uh, the other ability, Nick, remind me what the R one L one ability was for the pyromancer. I know it's a you similar suck, one. Where you suck health from an enemy, like you you oh, set them on fire right. and you instantly regain a bunch of health. Yeah, so you can run up and you can get a whole bunch of people. You can get you can. I think it's only one person, but I'm pretty yeah. sure there are things that make it affect multiple people. You pull them towards you and you pull out their their life and give it to yourself. So so it's really cool because you you run up you pull somebody towards you and grab their health and then you set them on fire, <laughs> you just send a Ta -ta! wave of fire. At yeah, them. bye. Um, and then the other ability that I unlocked is you send uh, like this. It's almost like a crack that kind of goes through the earth and it like 
gets people up in elevation uh it hits one person and what it does is it starts burning them and and then if it kills them they kind of levitate in the air they turn into fire and then they explode so so it, it it's turning people into grenades that's so cool what it does and it does like 190 damage to anybody nearby and your it's friend crazy. will murder all of you and your friend will murder all of you mm-hmm. yeah. so, so imagine you've got you've got you know a pyromancer and then you've got like a, a you know a trickster or a devastator or even a technomancer they're chipping away at somebody's health then you you turn them into fire you blow them up they kill a bunch of people in the area the devastators over here just killing groups jumping in the air coming down slamming seismic they're throwing on armor running around i mean you can imagine the craziness that would take place in a party oh yeah. even even two people where yeah. things are just going nuts trickster is really good at like you know there's there are sniper enemies that are just a disaster i mean you don't take care of them they're going to kill you trickster no problem teleport slash gone like that that was that was so satisfying to do mm. so i was telling russell like there's in text the other day like the game does have a lot of things that i don't like about it or not that i don't like but quirks that i may have to adapt to but it's definitely okay. it's based on just what i know of the story and the gameplay it's a day one buy for me okay yeah that was something that was what i was going to ask because this is a game you guys are going to play okay I think so. Like I, I enjoyed it enough to want to explore, and the story was interesting enough. There's mm-hmm. this one altar dude that's walking around that's like, yeah, we're <clears> gods, <throat> and I'm fighting against this guy that you can't even imagine how bad he is, and that's why I can't devote all the time and attention to saving these stupid humans. Um, and you're like, and he's like, you do it, you go, be their savior. I have other shit to do. Wow. You be their god. I've got to take care of this guy because you don't even realize what is actually going on in this world. Uh, so the story's interesting enough to where I'm like, it's pretty cool. I want to yeah. find out more. It's interesting enough. And then, and, and and two, I think the thing is, is to go into this game expecting to be a superhero. Because because before I didn't, I was a little. I thought it was more focused on the gunplay on the powers and once i realized it's really more focused on the powers well and there it also depends on your class got a lot more fun yeah because i think oh, i mean the technomancer yeah, yeah. They, they focus a lot on the weapons but i think i mean for the most part devastator a trickster because i was using the the, the guns as a backup to finish people off to regain some health if i really needed mm-hmm. to if they didn't turn into bloody mist after i meteored into them there there's is... also Go ahead. everything's so squishy while you walk it's also important to point out that uh the each classes outside of their abilities they have like a whole tree oh shit you need to talk about that Your skill there's, tree. There's, a, there's a skill tree associated with each class that does different things i haven't explored too far into that but it seems like a way to be able to be able to make your build unique yeah, fine, fine-tune every ability to exactly there's how three, you want it to work. Yeah, there's three. Think, think like focuses or subclasses. I don't like. Yeah, I think three focuses within okay. each class that you can kind of work your way down this tree to. The cool thing is, midway down each one, you can like go down to the next one. 
and that you don't have enough points to unlock everything. So like you've got to work your way towards the end of one of them. But if you want like, okay, I'm trickster. So I'm going to take like the first half of the, the focus that like helps me with my guns, like my shotguns to be more badass. But then I want to dabble. I want to move down halfway through down to where it focuses on my anomaly powers and then just climb the rest of it in that one. So you can kind of get some cool diversity there. And there's, it's different things like your shotguns are 10% stronger or you reload faster or this ability does this now. This gun has this perk. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. No, different, I different way to, to customize. So that, you know, not every person playing the same class is exactly the same or would have the same approach. even. Yeah. Exactly. That's super cool. So yeah, you guys are both going to buy this. Absolutely. I won't pre-order it because I'm, I don't pre-order video games anymore, but I yeah. will definitely purchase it day one. That's awesome. I might pre-order it, but I'll, I'll, I'll definitely buy it. It may not be day one, but I definitely want to play with Nick. In more than just this. Yeah, I, I like how I blinked at you. My yeah, 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 yeah. Are you into me, or yeah. is something in both of your eyes simultaneously? Yes. Yeah. All mm-hmm. the above. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, anything oh, else with that? For me, sorry, Russ. You were you were gonna do a uh, a thing way better than I was uh, gonna do. Go for it. Go for sorry, it. Sorry, I was I was gonna say Brett. Oh hi, you Russ. Know, you, What's you up? You haven't been able to play Outriders, but I've been hearing about this pretty sweet game. That's a Viking survival <laughs> game that I would really love to play, but they didn't release it on Mac or any consoles. So I need to live vicariously through you. Not yet. They'll get there. Yeah, it'll get there. It's early access. It's like a, it's like Whatever. a alpha beta thingy. Yeah. Five dudes. Yeah. Yeah. The, so the game he is talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is a lovely thing called Valheim, which off the top, like, or like Nick was saying, it was, so it was made by, uh, four dudes over the last three years and they just hired a fifth guy. So things are growing exponentially over there in that, uh, that studio of theirs. Um, but yeah, so it's this awesome, like, uh, survival Think of like arc, um, stuff like that, you know, where you have your, you know, you're dropped in with nothing. You punch a tree till you can craft an ax and work your way up from there and then build a base. And, and, uh, you know, that's, that's the basics of it. So you, you know, understand what kind of game it is. But um, that name Valheim, that has some interesting implications, Brett. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, why is that? How interesting is it? Very interesting. Because you're, like, already hella dead. Hella dead? Hella dead. Oh, really? Yeah. Hella dead. You are. You're you're you're... flown in by a large winged creature. Mm -hmm. A very big annoying bird that wants to talk to you every eight seconds at the beginning of the game. Oh, is that, like, tutorial? Yeah, the tutorial bird. Uh, his much. name is Tutorial Bird. <laughs> Tutorial Bird. Yeah. <laughs> the All Father frowns on you. Uh huh. Uh huh. But um, what is the bird's name again, though? It's, it's very Hugin or Hugin. Hugin. It's one of Odin's ravens. Yeah. Yeah, one of Odin's. That's right. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, so you get you get dropped, and it's a, it's a very cool. You know, you're dead. It's kind of like you know the 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 proving grounds air quotes right as you get dropped in. Um, to basically prove yourself and, and move on from there. Yeah, like you weren't good enough to go to Valhalla, but he's going to put you to Valheim, which is yeah. like Valhalla and Helheim 
Valheim. You got to prove yourself here to go to Valhalla. Exactly. Because you were almost there, but you, you were so close, quite. so close. You got like you got like a C plus. You got you got to work your way up there. So, so you're in limbo, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. So so how how the you know um, very very simple graphics, which I love it. I love it absolutely. Reminded me adore. a lot of like World of Warcraft, original World of Warcraft. Oh, like original, original. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a PS2 of, game. Yeah, kind of like a PS2 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the more you play it, and the, like once you, you get used to the art style, like it's very pretty. Actually, like the sunsets and everything are gorgeous. Um, but so the big thing is the progression system, right? So you you know you start and you you make a crafting table, you know, and you're working with wood and deer hides and boar hides and. Um, you know, you make yourself your base, you know, like a stone axe, you know, you go out there and work your way up. Um, and then you can work your way up. You find out how to, after you kill, there's these five bosses right around the world that you have to figure out where they are and then what trophies you play at their altar to then summon the boss. Right. And the bosses are the, the first boss is pretty simple. It's a super, super cool, big it's a dear God. I always like to make the joke in every summit, dear God, as it, you know, as it spawns, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and then so as long as everyone's got a bow and arrow, you can kill it pretty easily. It does this really, as uh, this huge like dome effect that shoots out electricity in every direction. It's so and then cool. the, the frontal cone ability with a, like lightning bolts going out everywhere. Well, he's uh, got like one hell of a rack. Yeah. Like the lightning, the very lightning. nice rack. <laughs> Do the rack. The rack on his deer. I said it, knowing the implication that I still laugh. Um, the, there, there's like lightning arcing between his antlers throughout. It's so cool, and the music. And the music, yes, it's like this. It's like this nice. The music of this game is this nice melodic, you know, ambiance music that like kind of goes in the back of your head, but it's there all the time. And then you pull the boss, and it's like this this metal riff going on with you know all this percussion and stuff happening while you're like lightning bolts are flying by you and you're a viking rolling around the grass and blasting arrows at this thing which Not is super mention, cool this thing is totally unlike anything you've seen in the game yeah this oh yeah you're just like oh oh shit this is like a legend of zelda crap now. yeah oh my god it's like a hundred times bigger than anything you've seen uh the art style is completely different you're like oh shit it's on it's happening but so you kill the first boss, which you then can make a pickaxe out of its antlers. And that's your first. Then you're able to that's go. Your first pickaxe? That's your first pickaxe. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> how cool is that? So how far, how far into this game would you try to kill the first boss? You, I mean, usually like as long as you have a bow and some arrows, like you're, you're, you're pretty much set. So not too long. Do you like? Do you want a couple of people with you, or could you handle? This you by you yourself? can you can solo it, but yeah, obviously it's it's much easier with more people. Yeah, um, we're we're at a point now okay. where like you know someone loads into the server and we're like we have we have a dedicated server in the community. Um, so someone loading the server and we're like, here's a bow, here's some arrows, let's go pull this boss so you can make a pickaxe, you know, and that's you know people are killing it their first. So you can get it immediately. Yeah, their first with. five minutes in the game, they're like, I don't even know how to build a wall, and you're like, well, you're gonna kill a deer god, so good luck out there. <laughs> now go get some copper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which then, yeah, then you can go, um, you know, mine iron and tin, <laughs> or mine tin and copper to make bronze, which then makes you, you know, puts you in the bronze age, right? So you can craft better stuff. 
Speaking um, of which, I finally made a bronze axe. I'm yeah, so welcome to bronze. Because then this there's like first there's certain table. trees that are too strong to be cut by a stone axe, so you have to get the bronze axe in order to get that. Oh. Or like certain things to mine. I know another game a better one. Good. I know in a lot of games, it's not necessarily you can't mine this material. Although there are some, I've played a lot of Conan Exiles, but you get more materials from the better equipment. Yeah. Is that true of this game, or you need it to be able to harvest so, certain materials? Cer certain things both. you need to harvest, basically <clears throat> both. Yeah, certain materials you need, you know, a, a stronger item to to get it. But also, the big thing is, you know, obviously there's durability on everything. Which the cool thing is, you just go to your crafting yes. table or your forge, and you can just repair everything with a click of a button that doesn't cost you anything, which is great. So you're not like you're not building oh, like 800 axes. You don't have to spend extra materials to kind of uh, yeah. And it's like not that. like you know like Minecraft where you constantly are making a new axe every five minutes or something. You know, Conan yeah. Exiles is the same same way, concept, yeah. especially the lower grade ones where you're it just breaks constantly. Mm -hmm. That's cool. We have like ten of them. Boot camp your Mac. I'm planning on buying a PC once we meet some certain goals. I think I'm just going to... Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah but, but your, your PC build, you're looking at doing that like really long away from now. And we're Valheiming it now. This is entry-level crap. Yeah, this game takes nothing keep to run Keep talking about Valheim. Stop picking on me. Okay, just, sorry. Just keep talking about Valheim. Sorry, you lazy piece of shit. Um, so, Brett. Yeah. What do you Whoa. think? <laughs> Because this this is a survival builder, correct? So there's the survival, and then there's the build, there's the crafting, but then there's the building. The building, yes. The what building do you think sets the building apart more than any other builder. So what sets the building apart, especially in this game, is the fact that it is um, basically you need to have like an engineering mind to build something because there's structural integrity to things. If you put too many walls out on each other, they're eventually yeah. going to break and fall unless you put a support beam there. So you have to plan your base building out around like, okay, can I put a beam here to hold this, to hold this many pieces to that, to then move this around? Roofs can suck my ass. I am not smart enough to build a roof. Um, I, I figured it out now, but I'll get into that later. That's a story. But, um, you know, fig figure out how to make everything connect. And there's um, different sized walls, corner pieces, different degreed angled roofs, roof pieces, different sized beams, angled beams. Um, and you can rotate things. And you can roll. Yeah. You just scroll your mouse more, wheel more and than, everything you want just rotates in a full 360 degree. It's insane. Like I, I'm used to things being locked on, you know, like a hexagonal grid yeah. or, or like a square grid oh, where so, oh, you can only rotate. Like you can. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, You can turn anything, any degree you want and move and move around. Like you, you can create some really beautifully, like natural looking, not natural, but like yeah, natural is the right word. Yeah, um, looking villages. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, I'm like walking through where where fud 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 what is fudia fudia yeah is that what it's called right mm -hmm. now fudia. Um, that's what I thought I saw on the longhouse. So fudia, I need to, I need to <laughs> demolish my house and rebuild it because I I need it I need to like blow out that wall a little bit because uh -huh. i have an idea i dude i'm excited dude the building is so, so the stake can i can i do that can i take down the stake wall and extend it a little bit uh oh out that way yeah you can go out that way a little oh. bit yeah that's fine yes because um, there's a little bit of room before the water but anyway, yeah so. absolutely and i tore that old the old dock out of there because we don't use it anymore so yeah you can go mm -hmm. that way um 
but yeah, anyway, so, so with some cool, like Mitch, our, our portal tower, cause eventually you can, there's a fast travel system where you can, you can build a portal and then you build a portal somewhere else. And if, as long as they're named the same thing, boom, you just travel between the two of them. It's so cool. So Mitch built that he's wanted to t- test out because of the whole fact that you can rotate a piece, you know, 360 degrees. So he was messing around with using regular pieces and made this huge circle tower. Um, or like, you know, a big cylinder, it looks like a can of wood, right? Um, with, with all the portals inside. And then he made, he's like, once he put mess with that, he's like, I wonder if I can make my house a circle mm-hmm. with different tiered roofs on top of it. Um, I got so, to see that while it was happening, like him, him, like he'd try and then he'd take some down. Yeah. Put more and then it took it him just 12 oh. hours, I think, to get his house to where he was happy with it. Well, and speaking about <laughs> building, like, yeah, because he was, he was like, I like this roof, but I think it'd be cooler if I did this. So he tear the whole thing down and start over. And then t- I think he completely gutted it and rebuilt it like seven or eight times. The best part though, is like you have your hammer out. You can take down anything you've built and you get all the resources back. Yeah. Anything you build, so you're not, you get it all there's back. no diminished oh, returns. There's mm-hmm. no punishment for trying to change your mind. Like, you just go. Yeah. You just have fun. So they with it they encourage you to experiment. Exactly. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, boom, you just get everything back and you keep going. But so, like, no, Mitch's that house. That leads to some really, really cool builds. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, like, Mitchie's house, um, Russ, you'll dig this. So, it's a, it's a big circle, right? With the front entrance, two stairwells coming off it. And then how he has the roof beam set up, there's little spacers in between all of them. So he's put all of his chests in a circle inside there with a fire pit in the middle and his forge tucked, you know, all of his crafting stuff tucked in different corners. And then he built, he dug down. And so in his house, there's a tunnel that goes underneath his house that goes out to the back, that backs up to the water where he's built a huge dock off the back of his house with his boat sitting there. So you like go in a circle of his house. Everything you need is right here in the circle. Then you go down a stairwell underneath his house and you're outside again at his dock. So you can dig dig into the ground too. Correct. You're not just limited to what's on the surface. Correct. It's not, it's not like, it's not like a Minecraft esque, like dig, dig down, you know, you have to very finite how you do it. And then you can't really build like an underground base because everything will collapse because all the integrity and stuff. So you have to be like, really thinking ahead with if you want to support things but you almost want to you raise truck around yeah yeah instead of dig you want to like raise it up so have you guys tried building underground things and then giving supports for like mines and things like that no because most most everything to mine like is usually big deposits on top of the ground that's not yeah. there's not a whole lot happening in the game underground it's mostly all up. You can go. It's not like a really far distance down. You can go, but just enough to kind of do some interesting, like, like a you know an escape tunnel out the back or something. You know, not like a deep underground cavern sure. base. You know, um, I'd be curious. But if you build, digging into the build support, you go. Technically, I down. think, but it's not something I've messed okay. around with. But there's I, not a lot of purpose. Yeah, there's not a lot of reason because, to do it. Because when you die you lose all your stuff or something happens, right? Yeah. So, so obviously you put a, you, you put a bed down and that's your spawn point. If you claim it, whatever. So if you die, you immediately spawn back at the bed. And then, so the second you die, it basically a, uh, a tombstone basically pops up and hits the ground. There's all these red circles around it and your name is really big over it and all your stuff stored in that tombstone. So if you get back to that tombstone, you can just get all your stuff back. 
Does it ever, does it time oh, okay. out? If you, it doesn't time out, but if you die like a certain number of times in a short period of time, mm. it, uh, you, you lose everything. Has this happened to you? Yeah. <gasps> uh, so, so it's kind of Dark Souls-esque in a certain way where you can get back to your stuff. So Conan Exiles had a similar thing where if you died, your body would drop. Yeah. And you could it's, potentially it's get back yeah. but, it, but eventually it goes away. Correct. So you're trying to get back to it. And if you're in a really dangerous spot because you were mining for sulfur without having a mask that keeps you from dying from sulfur deposits, um, then you might have a hard time. Yeah. Getting that stuff. So, they just lose everything. I guess I'll tell the story for you. Um, <laughs> so me and Clear Knight had just moved into the Bronze Age and had worked our butts off because we immediately were like, we want axes, we want swords, we want shields, we want full sets of armor, right? So we'd gone out like crazy and got all and made a whole bunch of bronze, which you need. You need to mine copper and you need to mine tin and then you have to put them in the smelter to make you know, the, the, it's on separate ingots and you go back to your forge to combine them together to make bronze. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of effort to make bronze. And bronze, uh, copper ingots are heavy. Very heavy. And Very it heavy. takes, so it takes one tin and two copper ingots to make one bronze. Yeah. So you are mining your butts off. Right. So we've got, you know, we're head to toe. We've got copper helmet, chest piece, legs. You know, we got our, our fancy troll hide, our troll hide blue cloaks, right? We got oh a bronze God. shield. I got my bronze sword. I've got my reinforced bow. I've got a, like everything. We're like, yes. So we're moving through. Um, so there's different biomes of the world, Russ. So there's like, there's, yeah. there's the meadow, there's the black forest, there's the swamp, there's the mountain and there's the plains. I just found the mountain. And so basically, basically the progression, right, is meadows, black forest, swamp, mountain, plains, I believe is how it goes. And it just gets progressively harder as you go, right? So we're in the black forest and we figured out where the next boss was. And we're like, you know, from a gamer perspective, you're looking at how easy the first boss was and how far we've progressed. You know, we're like, okay, we're wearing all bronze. We, got, we can do this. Yeah. Like this, how hard can the second boss be? Based on how much we've progressed from the first boss, right? Um, I can already tell where this so is going. So we got absolutely shit on, uh, horribly, to the point where we where it wouldn't spawn our stuff anymore, and we lost everything, and had to completely start over with, you know, all that grind of getting all our materials back. So. Oh my God. Yeah. You guys have like all your armor and weapons because you lost the materials. We lost. And so while you had the ability to make those things, we now, had to start all over. You have to start and acquire the materials to then build back. So up that to was it. it. Was like like three days of game time that we'd played, like three nights of game time, just lost, gone. But you can you could potentially store the material, the extra materials needed to create those things, correct? Just in case something like yeah hap- has happened. But we had so just made it all, so we didn't have an excess, and then lost it all. Oh, because you're like, cool, we've got all this stuff. stuff. We can now fight the second boss, yeah, and do the thing. Now, is there degradation on the weapons? I think I think yes. you may have talked about. Yeah, before. same thing. So, so you know, 
on on all your collection tools, all your weapons and everything was degradation. Obviously, and then you go back to your forge and you can repair everything. But I had an experience the other night where we first we were trying. So we we're like, we need to find the swamp. That's where iron is. That's our next step. We'd, we'd finally reacquired all our bronze oh, stuff. Yeah. Right. We're like, we need to find the swamp biome. And so we got out on boats, you know, we take off. Um, there's like sea serpents and stuff that can attack your boat <laughs> and, and like. Oh, oh, wait, because this is important too. The map is procedurally generated depending on the server you're on, right? Correct. Yes. That you have to explore because you can't go and look up a map and say, oh, the swamp is this over is where here. This is exactly because it's somewhere different here. every server. It's different. For yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So like, like on Reeb's server, his is very, like in, in the main area you start at, it's very, uh, there's a lot of high peaks and low valleys and just like really deep ravines with rivers running through it where my beginning area is like very flat with a bunch of trees. So it's like, it could but be very you always difficult. always start in, in like the meadow biome. Correct. There are these, these biomes there. It just depends on where they're at. Correct. And every biome can be randomly generated to be, you know, not too bad or like horrible depending on how, you know, the it's generated terrain Correct. wise. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah, it is. So, I think it is worth worth noting the um, your character is your character. Yes. So like the the stat progression you've gotten or skill progression, which lo- like running levels up and jumping levels up, etc. Cutting down trees levels swinging up, swinging an axe fighting, levels yeah. up, yeah. Um, and that basically, as it levels up, it just means it takes less stamina to do it, and your learned recipes the ingredients you've learned and whatever's in your inventory, as I understand it goes Correct. with you. Mm-hmm. So at any point while I'm in the, 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 the group, the community server, I could go and take sandbag Bob, my character's name, no surprise and start my own world. And I'd have a leg up on it already because I know all the, I know how to do all this stuff. Yep. I've got my bronze ax. I've got my leather armor. So I could progress I could advance even further in my knowledge and then bring my stuff with me to the community server. Yep. Yeah. So, and then if you have your person and you want to play with another friend somewhere, you don't have to start a new character and start over. You can just mm-hmm. boop pop in their server. You have everything, you know, and your equipment and your inventory and you just fucking go. That is so cool. Right. Yes. So you, you are not penalized for, being on a certain server you can i want to go and play in this server i want to go and play with this person you're not losing your stuff you're not having to start from square one well i mean you would have to i'm assuming you would still have to gather resources yeah oh yeah like server. your base so doesn't you, come yeah, with you carry, it's just what's on your person what's, yeah yeah you're in your personal inventory it's your your personal progression in the recipes and the, the tiers correct your experience carries over your resources do not you would still have to collect those resources and then build them. Unless, so there still yeah, would exactly. be some If you have you your inventory and you can transfer another server while being encumbered. So you can literally just load yourself with everything you own and then transfer to another server. So you still carry all your stuff with you that Correct. you have on your person. Everything on yes. your person in your inventory oh. goes with you. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So like. I thought that's, that is. Brilliant. So there's this on, on the community server. There's there's like the copper has been like just mined out. I've gone out there and I've I found some, 
and it's when I find it, like it's it's a big deposit. I just Huge found it that yeah. landed me like twenty five copper, and I'm like, yes. Um, but I'm like walking back, like, because I was encumbered the whole time. Oh no! But uh, yeah, it was bad. I didn't. Bring did you go? Did me. you go uh, south to the Copper Road? Yeah. So at that, do we have? Did you the say base? You didn't bring a cart with you. Yeah, so the bait. No, you quick. have carts. Hold on. You can Russ. bring a cart. Hold on. You can Russell, hold on. Russell, hold, hold on. on. Russell, hold on. This game is so cool. Yeah, so the base we have on Copper Road, Nick, uh, there's a there's a cart that's always there that you can use to take back to base. I didn't see it. I oh, remember okay. you, that night that I had only, I, I came on to play for a couple hours and I had to log out after like an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. You were on your way to build that cart. Yep. So that cart is sitting there to be used. That's the last time I played. Okay. All right. Anyway, yeah, Russ. Okay. So you can build. You have, you know, your encumbrance right, and you can build an right. actual hand cart that you can fill with extra items. Um, it doesn't have a weight limit on the cart, but there's just a certain number of slots. And as you fill the cart, it actually will put crates and barrels in the cart. And then, then you walk up and you know, you know, you press E and your guy, you know, you pick up the cart and you you run off and carry it where you need to go. And you have to have a flat, so, flat road. So you, you take your hoe <laughs> and you flatten the road. And so you have a dirt road where you can drag the cart without worrying about it tipping over because of yeah, ooh, That's an important thing, Russ, is there's there's a tool, the hoe, where you can level the ground out or, <laughs> I know, you level your hose. Trust me. Um, <laughs> Gators, bitch, is best to be wearing jimmies. Um, so you, you have the hoe and you can level the ground out or if you have like your workbench near and you have stone on you, you can actually raise the ground. Um, so it's a really good way to like, I want to build my base here. So like if you go to Fudia, like it's it's leveled out and it's not this crazy, weird, lumpy, hilly mess. And then later you can unlock the, um, I'm like the only person that has it. And I can't remember what it's called in our group. Ugh. The cultivator. And so that lets you like, I can, I can now, we have all these seeds we've gotten from cutting trees. We're now self-sufficient where I can plant trees now and reforest the area around our base. So here was the other question that I had, and that goes with this. Yeah. So Nick earlier said all the copper had been mined out of the area. You were talking about the fact that you have to have a cultivator to grow more trees to reforest. So my question is, resources that you use they don't regenerate no they don't just come back after a certain amount of time like in a lot of other survival games you have to go and find more exactly so it encourages yeah. exploration or creating systems that can create self-sufficiency exactly and so the thing like there's the different biomes there's not like there's not one meadow one swamp one like if we go north, there's a black forest. If we go south, there's a black forest. If we go east, and once you pass that black forest, there's another meadow. And it's just, it's stupid mm -hmm. big. The map is stupid big, and you can just keep going and getting all the resources. Just brrrr, moving out. Five guys made this? Five guys made this. Took them a few years. <laughs> literally, it's, literally I've, been, I've been wanting a survival builder, like... I mean, I've, I've played Conan, I've played Minecraft, I've played Subnautica, mm -hmm. which, uh, Philosophobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help me. Help me, God. Help me. That game is scarier than any game I've ever played in my life. And I've only played it for like 10 hours. <laughs> um, um, 
I mean, I've I've played every survival survival builder that I can find. This game scratches all of the itches, mm. and it's got a Viking theme, which is amazing. No, so we'll we'll say that's... probably about seven or eight times a play session. We'll go. This is made by four people. Like it's just. It's insane what they've been able to do, which is good. But like how simple the the game took like eight minutes to install, right? Because it it, yeah. it doesn't take it's much there. Really? It's, okay, so it is that. It's very small. So it's that. Yeah, because it because it's just on the ser- the server side. It doesn't need to install a lot on your rig because it's all server side being generated, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, so you know you can. So then the other cool thing with the cultivator, so I've been I've been uh, working on my, my carrot game, right? Which is what Mitchie was talking about in the chat earlier. Is I discovered, you know, with oh. carrot seeds, uh, you know, you plant your carrot seeds, which grow carrots. But if you don't eat the carrots and you replant the carrots, they'll grow into a carrot-like plant, which then gives you three seeds. So I've been doing this huge, like, plant all the carrots plant all the carrot seeds, then plant all the carrots to then get three seeds per to then replant. So I'm in this cycle where I, I went, I started with six carrots and I, as of podcast recording, I have 200 carrot seeds now. Jeez. I started with six carrots. <laughs> Jesus. So you're, you're trying to build up a resource. Exactly. So then Cause, I can, cause there's this whole, um, you, you have, you can, you can never get by just existing below 25 health, but that's the max you can get without eating stuff. And you can have three different food items you eat, which will then increase, will gain your health and then how much stamina you have. And it always has to be different. So like you can have a raspberry, a blueberry and boar meat or honey or so like we have, if you find, you find abandoned buildings all over the map and usually there's a, you have uh, to eat meals correct that's what you're saying exactly correct and so as you explore, not necessarily meals but yeah you, but have, just you have to make something. sure you're like snacked up exactly and there'll be a beehive in here and if you shoot the beehive down the queen bee drops as an item and you can then go create a beehive in your base which then makes honey which is a sustainable source you can eat it's like we have like 13 um beehives in our base so you'll walk someone will walk over there every day you know as a chore and pick all the honey, and then we go put it in the storage chest for the whole group. And you walk over there, mm-hmm. and you grab honey out of it, and other things you need. And so, what we're working on right now is making it so we can we have a sustainable food process for everyone. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So we have you know we'll have a chest full of carrots that you can just grab and go. A chest full of honey you can grab and go. Eventually, we'll be able to do it with berries and whatnot. And it's, it's such a fun gameplay. Like I didn't think I'd get super excited. Once I figured out the carrot thing, I got stupid excited to garden. So you are that. creating your own society. Correct. In this game, because each person, well, each person is contributing to the whole. Exactly. That then makes it easier. And like when new people are born mm-hmm. or die in this circumstance, and they come in, they have resources to then help them, which then probably allows you to move further along because they are able to then collect items at a faster rate and be able to do things at a faster rate that contribute to the society. Exactly. So like we have, Growth. you know, a huge compound that's walled in, right? Gates all over it. We have a residential area where we started it. We just made 
like a row on either side of this road of very just basic houses that had a crafting bench, a bed and a storage chest inside. I can't thank you guys enough for that. And uh, so you can make signs in the game. And so we just had like a bunch of signs in front of all the doors. It was like available for claim. And so as people joined the server, they'd come over there, claim their own house. And then, and then they'd want to play with the building. So you go, it, it's funny now because you go to the residential area. It's just a bunch of weird ass, you know, amalgamations of, of wood going every direction as people are playing with how they want to build their, their houses. Right. Um, and then obviously, you know, it's like cheesy's the first person who's been like, I want to go just learn now. And so he's left the base to go out and build his own area somewhere, you know, and, and learn he's built his own thing. No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have, so there, there's only, you said, go ahead. You said, go ahead. Go ahead. And then you kept talking no. after you said, go ahead. <laughs> It looks like true. you were stopping for me. So. Oh. Um, but yes, yeah, so we have the residential area where, you know, everyone's houses are at. And then we have uh, the portal tower that's full of portals to different areas of the map that we've discovered. Um, like to get to each each boss, uh, to get to the base at Copper Road, stuff like that. Um, and then we have uh, a big... Your beautiful longhouse. Yes, I'll get to that. Uh, we have a big smelting area where you can make all your ore um, with a bunch of kilns to make the coal to the next to the actual smelters to make everything that's in this nice big enclosed area with a fire in it. So you can craft your food while you're sitting there waiting for everything with mm-hmm. storage containers full of everything you need there. And then I built the, uh, whew, the community longhouse slash storage facility. So the bottom floor is there's, there's like a bar in the corner with a huge table with benches down the middle of it. I've got trophies hanging off the wall of like trolls and, and these gray dwarves and the shamans and skeletons and everything hanging all over the place. Um, so with a cool. cauldron, you can we can make like you can make soups and health potions and stamina potions and all this stuff there. And then the second floor is just full of storage that's spaced out in different sections for like this is where we're gonna store all our stone, all our different kinds of wood. Cause there's like you know you have your regular wood. There's there's a uh, I don't want to, I keep calling it fancy wood. There's core, core wood, there's core wood. Um, fine wood, fine wood. I keep calling it fancy wood, fine wood, which is used for different things. And then, you know, an area for food an area for different hides we collect. Like this is all just for excess stuff you have for people in the community to use. And then everyone tries to fill it up as they go. And this thing took me, I was up till like accidentally up to like five in the morning working on this stupid, not stupid. It's amazing. My longhouse turned out it's so amazing. good, it's but amazing. the roof, the fucking roof killed me because I got this whole thing built beautifully. <laughs> and then I'm like, right, I have to build this huge ass roof and it has to be able to support itself because that's a thing in the game. Right. So having to like, you know, not having an engineering degree, you know, figure out, okay, how can I make this not look ridiculous and work? And, and it took me a few tries till I finally figured it out. And then there was this one section of the roof. It was built, so I had it in like four sections that were built exactly the same way, mirrored each other, because I figured out a way that worked and just did that. And for some reason, this one section has one tile that kept collapsing on itself. And I tried, it took me four hours to get this one tile figured out. And and like, that's what kept me up all night. And I'm like, I'm going to make this fucking work because it'll rain. And if rain gets in your building, right, like it can deteriorate the wood, you know, you're, you oh, get, your no. character, your character can get wet. So your, your health and stuff comes up slower Then you have to go by a fire and warm up. Um, 
This game is so cool. It's so good. Um, but yeah, so finally I had to put this weird, like at one point I built a ladder outside with a separate structure that like a crane to just hold one piece on this roof. And that didn't even work. And I was like, fuck it. So I put like these two beams going up the inside of this roof <laughs> and this one tile, this one tile sits like a foot lower than the rest of them. But it works. It keeps the rain out, but it just looks goofy. And I was like, fuck it. It works. I'm done with this. I love it because we've all been there in games where you're like, I just want this thing. One thing. To work. Especially in survival games, because I know that I had that a lot in Conan Exiles, where I'm like, mm-hmm. this should work. It is exactly the same as this over here, but for whatever reason, it won't let me place this one effing thing mm-hmm. to just stay there and complete this thing. And you're like, screw it. And then you just like put it wonky and you're like, nah, whatever. Oh, dude, it's, it's crazy. Done. But yes, yeah, so that were so that's our our compound, right? That we've built out, and then we have like down Copper Road, we discovered a bunch of copper deposits. We built like a small base there with a cart, and and then we leveled out a road between both of them. And then there's this path we found where there's a bunch of boars, and we ran into trolls all the time over there. Um, and so we got like there's there's Copper Road and Troll Way coming out of base, and you know like we have all these named roads going out. You know that's the postman in me. Um, yeah, it's just we've, we've built this little, this super cool little community where people come in at different times of the day and do their thing and contribute and log out. And, you know, there's a, you know, people that are usually not at the same time that go do th- explore things and do stuff together. It's it's really cool. It is. It's a lot of fun. I felt so welcome, like, when I came in. Because I was, I was like, oh, should I get Valheim? Shouldn't I? Blah, blah, blah. And then I found out it was 20 bucks and I'm like, are you kidding me? Let's just go. Yeah. Just send it. Jake would say, just send it. Like, don't, don't even think about it. Just go. Mm, um, Russ. I'm going to explain the second boss to you real quick. And you're going to like, please do. I don't know anything about it's it. So cool. Okay. So you spawn the second boss, right? Different music. Super cool metal music. Right. So it's just like 20 foot tall like Trent, this tree being, right? And it's just glowing, glowing yellow eyes, super huge tree trunk arms, right? And so it'll, it'll, it does this whole animation thing. It's the boss fights look nothing like they are, like the rest of the game. It's ridiculous. So this is this like arm moving animation where all these vines come out of the ground. And if you're near them, they'll slap you like crazy. So you're like rolling to get away from those where you're shooting this thing with fire arrows because like it's a big tree thing. So fire is obviously going to work. And then it puts its arm out and like 15 of these spike vine things go shooting out in different directions. And like it leeches onto you and tries to follow you around the area. So you're like moving around trees and dodging behind pillars to get away from the, the, the vines in the ground and then the stuff coming out of its hand. And then if you get too close, it like swats at you and slumps on the ground. Um, and so the big strat obviously is just have more people with fire arrows. And then if you, you build fires all over the ground to make it kind of walk through them and set itself. On oh yeah. Fire. I saw, I saw yeah. But it's just like, it's nuts how much shit's happening. Like this vine, the animation for the vines coming out of the fingers going everywhere. Super cool. Like most of the time we died the first time because we were just in awe of how, like the first boss is like 
electricity shooting out the front. It's a big deer. And then this guy pops up and is like spewing stuff out of the ground and launching shit out of its hands. And at the same time, there's like uh, these gray dwarfs, right, coming out of the tree, like regular shit coming out of the trees to fight you. And like right before we pulled the boss the first time, this troll came out of the trees like, God damn, we got to fight this troll. And the trolls are like 15 feet giant blue things that just swat everything that moves. (laughs) They're scary. And so, like, we fought that thing first, you know, and then pulled the boss. We're like, what the fuck have we done? Um, but so, tr- if trees, as they fall, they can actually, like, fall into other trees and knock them over. Or if they land on you, they do a shit ton of damage and can kill you. So, like, <laughs> this boss is shooting stuff out, which is breaking trees. So you're maneuvering around all this stuff while, like, entire trees are falling around you. You're like, ah, 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 rolling and jumping and diving and... Oh, dude, it was super cool. Yeah, you're more likely to die from a tree falling than anything else. Oh, yeah. That is super cool. It is super cool. That's legit. Uh, Boot camp. You what? I said boot camp. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boot camp, dude. Boot boot camp, boot camp. It'll it'll so run on that so easily. So easily. Because it takes, like, nothing to run this game. But um, yes, we got to the swamp last night, Russ, right? And it's so scary. It's like everything's got this greenish hue. (laughs) It's dark. I first get there and there's this beam of fire coming out of the ground in one spot. And there's like fire elementals rushing at me and launching fireballs at me. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So I'm like diving around these fire elementals, elementals launching fireballs at me. And this like green ooze is hopping around everywhere, shooting out poison blasts. And there's these like eight foot long leeches in the water swimming around. And then there's droggers, right? Shooting arrows and coming at me with swords. And there's different size and tiers of them. And I'm like, I can't handle this. And like, we went 12 steps into the swamp and experienced a lifetime's worth of gaming experiences, man. Nope. I'm like, you know, there was a... Go ahead. Finish. I'm like, this is the third biome, and there's supposed to be two more that are harder than this? What the fuck is going on? There was an area that I experienced in Conan Exiles one time. I walked in, and it's like all these ghosts, and the ghosts will just appear yeah. around you. And the, the whole time I'm like, I'm like, because I'm almost about to die and I don't want to drop my stuff because I'm super far away and I have high stuff and I like to go back and then click because it takes so long, like in these survival games. And I'm like, so I'm just running. I'm like, ah, Yo. touch me, don't touch me, please, don't please, touch please. me. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Anything else for me, hey, Nick? Uh, the map. So in your game, you can put markers on your map. And you only uncover what you've seen. So if I log in and, and you know, Brett and crew have, have uncovered a whole bunch of stuff, I can't see that. Um, but I can put markers anywhere on the map that I want to. And I can name them whenever I want to name them. And the best part, you can ping your map. So if I'm out and about and the rest of the people are on the server and I find a dungeon or crypt or, or something that I don't think they've explored yet, I can say, hey, everyone, look at my ping and mark it. And I can ping it. And then they can go into their map, even if they haven't been there yet. They can mm. mark it and name it their own thing. Or if I find copper, or if I find just a resource that I'm like, okay, everyone else is going to need this too. Um, yeah. So 
the the map system i think is one of my favorite things about this not being a solo survival builder yeah but like really a community survival builder yeah the fact this is early access and made by four people and you look how intricate every system of the game is and then there's more so like the next big update they're going to do is going to be revamping a ton of the base building there's going to be a ton new new ways to build things and, and like new pieces they're going to add so you can make like you know, probably some like actual curved pieces so you can make round better roundhouses instead of just dealing with what you have now. Um, and then the next update after that's going to be a whole new biome they're going to add to the game. And like this whole list of things that they've already got planned out for the next year, you're like, holy shit. It's crazy how much in-depth just the farming is, just the map system, the combat, the, uh, you know, the, the building and then you unlock stone and that brings out a whole new element to building and like, yeah, every piece stone? Of we just unlocked the ability to, uh, to build with stone. So yeah, that's going to be a good time. So, so Mitch immediately went, I have to rebuild my house again. We're like, you just built it yesterday. Yep. He did like <laughs> literally two days ago. Yeah. That's uh, one of the best parts. I always did that. Mm -hmm. I was always turning down my houses in Conan exiles and then building new ones. Oh, and that I've already built with better materials. You know, our last episode, we were talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, right? We just unlocked the ability to build the longboat. Ooh. Which has a ton of fun. storage and a ton of people can fit on it. And we can actually go out as a group and do shit. I'm excited. Well, and the cool thing is, is, I mean, you can also use that. Now we're going to go we can take a whole bunch of people. We're going to go and build another community here. Yeah. We're going to go and build another community here. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and, also, I, and I like it. No, 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 no. After you. I was just going to say, and, and, and the, the cool thing is, is because you can take all the stuff on your person. I mean, it'll probably never happen, but let's say you mined out this entire area. You've, you've, Taken everything from here, and then you can just go. Okay, well, let's just move to another server. Let's everybody get as encumbered as they can, and let's boop. let's start fresh somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You totally could. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and after killing the second boss, uh, suddenly this uh, very creepy cloaked figure with a staff would just appear randomly near me and just stare at me, and you couldn't hurt them. And then I figured um, I out saw it was him. yeah, very terrifying, right? Uh, yeah, like yeah. astoundingly Odin? so. Yeah, it's it's Odin suddenly yes. taking interest in you because you killed the second boss, right? And it like the first time it happened, you're like, oh, what, what are you? Um, and apparently, so when it's raining, Nick, I just figured, learned this the other day. If it's raining and there's a lightning storm and you look in the sky, sometimes you'll actually see like Thor going whoosh and flying across the sky. Oh my god! Right? What the hell? What? This is a th like a four-person crew made this, and there's that little detail. If there's lightning in the sky, Thor goes flying across. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I want to play That's this crazy. so bad. The game's incredible, dude. I am so hooked, and it's it's just imagine the fact. Yeah, it's it's the Viking aesthetic is just it's it's everything I wanted from a survival game, with yeah. a Viking aesthetic. Yeah, that that just... their PvP. So there can be, yeah, yeah. So you can you can definitely there are servers uh, that you you can 
you can load into where you can enable PvP and everyone, you know, builds their own base and you can attack each other and kill each other, steal each other's stuff. Like, yeah, that's definitely a thing that exists. And then the PvE side, there's also like as you progress, they get it gets harder, but these random events can happen where like the forest turns against you and creatures come out of the trees and attack your base. And so you have to like man the walls or run out with your sword. And, exactly. Yeah. So like cool. You know, like the forest moves against you, like these little, the, the, the basic enemies, the gray dwarf that'll come up, you know, a wave of them will come up or like the swamp turns against you and like the droggers and enemies of the swamp will spawn near your base and try to attack you. But the worst is when you see the message, it's like the ground's rumbling around you and you walk outside and there's four trolls, you know, whapping at the walls of your base. Like, oh dear God, no. <laughs> uh, oh God, that's the worst one. Because then the best thing to do is your base doesn't get destroyed is run out the gate and kite them away and just slowly pick at them. And it's terrifying. But yeah. It's cool. It's so good. And there's this, uh, I'm just remembering another thing. There's this NPC that randomly spawns on your map in the Black Forest somewhere, which obviously there could be a hundred Black Forests. And so you get these treasure items that you can sell to him, but you have to find him on the map before you can even do this. And then he sells certain, like, I bought a belt that increases my carrying capacity by 150, which is game-changing. What? Yeah. Your, and, your carrying capacity starts at 300, bro. Yeah. So, I can carry... So, so wait, 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 wait. So, you can get, like, magic items, items. in this world. Too. Correct. From this... So, you go to this guy, and he's got this huge beast that he's capacitated right that's laying next to him he's got this awesome tent and there's these runes around him like stone runes and there's this magic dome over him so nothing can attack you when you're in there and it's just super cool looking and he's an actual dwarf and he has all these little like like i'm pretty short for a dwarf or you don't see very many of me you know and so he'll sell like you can buy a headlamp that never runs out that you have a light source right and like yeah, this belt that increases your carrying capacity by 150 and, like, a bunch of I cool shit this. like that. Yeah, it's awesome. I love this game. I know. I need to play I'm playing it right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. We I can't hear it. This. It's not Russell, you know, in the olden days. Click, click, clickety, clack, clack. I was about clack, to clack, say, clack, clack. somebody needs to get in there and greet him until he quits, <laughs> like you guys used to do to me. Where's it here? I think I have a yeah, controller right here. There's a difference between Nick doing it, no one can hear it, and us podcasting it all year is. Son that of a totally bitch! Did happen at one point. Damn it! Come on! <laughs> it was so true. In my defense, they hadn't been <laughs> grieving you. It would have been so loud. Well, in their defense, they're grieving you because you were so loud. <laughs> but yeah, there. Any more questions there, Russ? Um, I'm sure. <laughs> Aside from how to boot camp your Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Don't in a hill water. Alright, alright, alright. I will Dude. get it and play with you guys. Jeez. Yes. Do it for yourself. Yes. We're pretty great, but do it for yourself, trust me. Literally. I will I will I think build you a starter home tonight. We have a few, don't we? Russell. You should be my neighbor. Won't you be mine? Won't you be? You can live across the street from Ashley, who decided to build an evil lair that's 800 stories tall. It's like a skyscraper of wood. You know, it's terrifying. I've lived I have across to... from Ashley, 
but she likes to grief me. What? No. I have noticed. I'm scared. Yeah. The our 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 um our home base takes a while to load. Oh yeah, and the frame rate's not great there. It's terrible. I think the we second need to you start leave, looking at spreading out. <laughs> What's well, and they've got they've got a plenty of updates coming up to like fix that, which mm. is good. Um, yeah, I, I I was expecting it as we were growing, and I was waiting for the day it, it started. Yeah. And the first day it started chugging, I was like, "Well, we did it. We made it. <laughs> we're there. Community's too big. Oh well." Yeah. I yeah. can't even imagine being in the shoes of the developers for this. Like. Well, yeah, what dude, happened? So they made it as a as a fun passion project for the last three years, and it's yeah. the number one selling game on Steam. They have like two hundred thousand, or th- I think the last thing I saw was three hundred sixty thousand. You like consistent players, player. concurrent players, yeah. like to work this hard on a passion project and then watch it blow up like this. The like the yeah. biggest streamers out there playing it. Every it's all over YouTube. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's playing I it. I don't think the gaming community has seen like a passion project blow up like this since Stardew Valley. Yeah. Which was made by one guy. Mm-hmm. And now he's got like a tiny little staff that works with him. But like, I don't think we've seen such a, a tiny project blow up like this since yeah. then. And it just makes me so happy. I know. They had to hire a fifth person. It's crazy. I hope. I hope. The, the the like the resolution or the sharpness of everything like i want it to stay looking like this is a ps4 or ps2 game oh absolutely yeah that's it's charm. like i that's what i love mo- i'm repairing my roof right now um i want it to stay like that because i love it i adore the fact like i have a face but not quite it's more like you have glowy eyes and a beard right right and that's okay <laughs> exactly. that's all that matters with yeah. Mikey. all right well there we go is that our show? I think so. Not too bad. Was a, a freaking good show. I'm looking at our like how long we've been live, going, wow, that was another long show. Then I realized we didn't actually start for half an hour. We put a lot of information in like a normal size show for the first time yeah, since she... we came back. <laughs> for the first time, Kevin Conroy. Kevin, he <laughs> shirts, she shirt. Cream on your chest. Yeah. All right. Well, folks. The next thing up here, as you know, story time. Boop a doop boop boop. I gotta get my kids to re-record it because it was too quiet last time. Aww. Story time. And getting them to re-record has been a. Uh, di- there was a time, and anytime I asked Izzy to record something, she was super excited. And now she's like, oh, again. You know, I'm like, dang it, kids, stop growing up. <laughs> Don't have an attitude. Um, we'll go lightsaber duel, and I'll kick your butt. Um. Yeah, that's that's my that's my parenting technique right now. Is we've got some uh, Darth Vader lightsabers that like actually like you know extend and they actually have the light inside and they have his voice lines and they'll make the lightsaber oh, nice. sounds when they connect and whatnot. And so yeah, now I'm like, all right, girl, if you don't if you don't stop being so lippy, I'm gonna I'm gonna strike you down. It's been fun. I love that. Yeah, it's been a really good thing. Um, yeah, so story time, folks. It's part of the show where we all tell a gaming story or story involving gaming in our life. Here at Just Some Gardens, we get very nostalgic, and it's it's a very fun thing. So each of us will go around, and we will tell a story of our life in gaming. Who would like to go first this week? Nick would. Nicholas. 
I can go first. I was literally just going to say I'll go first. That's perfect. You guys are on the same wavelength. Let's uh, throw back all the way to the Stone Age. So think back to NES. Early, early, early 90s. So I must have been four, five. Um, My mom, she's the one that kind of got me and my older brother Matt into gaming. Mm -hmm. So she bought us the NES. She bought us the Sega Genesis, etc. So we have the NES. She had this game called Star Tropics. And if you've never played Star Tropics, at least look up Gaming Historian's YouTube video of Star Tropics. Remarkable game. Unbelievably hard. Way larger scope than you think it is when you start. <laughs> like, we're talking like 60 plus hours of, of like top down, like adventure RPG. So. I go to sleep, and we used to stay up a little bit later watching her play, and there were these dungeons she'd go through, and you're, you're playing this like teenage kid from the United States who fights with a yo-yo, hitting enemies, and you jump around on this grid system, and it's just crazy puzzles in all the dungeons and whatever. So my brother and I go to sleep after watching mom play for a few hours. My dad worked third shift. He was at work. Like, we're dead asleep, and my mom... I remember she'd gotten to this point where there was this submarine and there's a little droid in there and you can't progress past a certain point without a code. And she's like, well, crap. Took her away. Like, so she puts us to bed and I'm dead asleep. Okay, we're dead asleep. She wakes us up. <laughs> and is like, boys, you have to come see this. And we're like, oh, okay. And she takes us to the living room. We look, and the, the, the like something in the game is telling you, like the letter that your uncle, because the idea, the premise of the game is your uncle disappeared into the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, and he was a scientist down there. He had uncovered something huge, and you're trying to find him. And this submarine with this droid in it were his. The droid tells your character the letter that your uncle left for you. You need to go and dip it in the water, and it's gonna. It'll, it'll give you the code or the frequency that you need. This is next level crap, okay? The game in the instruction booklet comes with the letter that your uncle left for you. Oh my gosh. No. You have to dip it in water. <laughs> and it refused the freaking code. I remember she had filled the bathtub a little bit. So that, like, we could all be in there and there was enough light. Because we're, we're short. We're a little hot. Oh, yeah. We can't see in the kitchen sink. So we go, the three of us, we're like rubbing our eyes. We're so tired. We have school the next morning. And my mom is like, crap, to see this. So she dips the water and the three of us just geek out like you wouldn't believe as the three-digit code appears. And it's the frequency that you have to tune the thing to to progress in the story. Like, up until that point, like, you couldn't get any further. Like, the game ended there unless you could put in this three-digit frequency. And that was like a third of the way into the game. So if you threw away that nuts. booklet, it's over. Also, you can't buy it used. Exactly. Like anti-piracy is what I think their goal was. Yeah. Like that is some next level immersion. That's stuff. awesome. So yeah, I'll never forget being woken up in the middle of the night by my mom who was excited about this game that she had figured something out for. Yeah. Legit memory. That's so awesome. I love that. So Russell's next. We got Russ. Okay. So this is branching out a little bit. I'm considering Airsoft. Okay, I'll accept it. 
Um, so Brett probably remembers this one because we used to we used to get together as high school kids, and like I had this backyard that so it was a basement and a, a first story. It was a one story house, but the basement it, like it backed up onto this hill. So you had the back of the house had basically two stories, and then there was no fence, so it like opened up onto this green belt, and my my parents had gotten like this this wooden playground for my little brother and all of this led to basically we would go over to my house and we would set up like airsoft games all the time Mm -hmm. like and and brett would bring over his arsenal i had the one gun um but it was shortly after I got it. So we had a bunch of people over. I mean, like it was like 10, 15 people. We had had like some box springs that somebody was throwing away and we had like grabbed them out of the trash can. We, yeah, and, we went like, around the neighborhood on our bikes looking for garage sales or people had free stuff. And we're like, that's a bunker. And like grabbed it and dragged it back to his house yeah. to build stuff. Yeah. And, and, and we had like all these old doors and things like that. that we had just like accumulated and like made these bunkers out there. And then like had thrown up so that there were walls and made like the, the wood into the fortress. And then there was a porch that you could take some stairs up to. And we had made like a little turret up there because I had just gotten a new airsoft gun. It was electric. It was, it was really cool for me. I mean, I'm sure Brett's like, man, that thing, didn't do anything but at the time it was like at the time it was amazing yeah oh i i I dropped you know 100 100 something dollars on it which isn't a lot for an airsoft gun but at the time it it was you know and 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 it could go like fully auto and like it had these different modes that you could switch it to and then it had a flashlight on the end of it so i'm sitting up (laughs) i'm sitting up there brett is on the other the other team because we we i think you and i we ended up we had the best gun so they yeah, split us up, split us up and yep. we can't be um and w- i think we had played the most too because we played a lot with each other but <laughs> not what i meant but, <laughs> but also true uh, so so <laughs> we had, basement we was had, a magical place <laughs> so we had created this like assault the fortress kind of scenario where we're holding the the ground here and they have to take us all out to, to assault and so i'm sitting up there in my little my little turret my little tower that i built because I, we grabbed some of the doors and like some cardboard and made like this little space for me to get in and i have this flashlight that was actually a pretty impressive it was actually yeah really good so i have this beam of light that i'm like across this because it opened up onto like this back creek and that's where you they were coming from and so you would just hear and i remember brett like after we finished the game he came up to me and he was like dude that was one of the most terrifying things in my life anytime i heard the sound i would like duck behind because you'd because i'd I'd come across with the beam so they would know where i was about ready to aim and that you would just see people just like diving out of the way to try and get out of this way because it was fully automatic. It had a pretty decent range. I mean, we weren't that far. I mean, we were probably what fifty feet at most. At most, probably. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so and so I could peck people pretty decent, and you just because it it had like all these metal parts in it, so it made like a real kind of intimidating sound for airsoft, you know. And at yeah. the time, when, when you're yeah, it, when you're 
sophomores in yeah. high school or whatever. Yeah. So, so I just remember that because I just, I remember the maniacal grin that I had on my face as I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to mow people down and everybody like just diving, trying to dive out of the way. And like, I think, I think at one point, like there were a bunch of you guys hiding behind him. You like pushed one of the younger kids yeah, out. Yeah, we did. We did. So that there would oh be room. We totally, like, we're like, we're not going to survive this. Someone's got to go and don't want to. You, new guy, <laughs> like kicked him and he fell out of cover. And you like lit him, zipped him up from like his toe to the top of his head. My dear Lord. <laughs> oh man, we had some good times. Oh, Jesus. Oh my god, that's so good. That's it. That's again. Sorry for getting up in the middle of that, Kevin. I didn't realize he wasn't in the bedroom with Jake. He was rifling around in the recycle bin. Oh, nice. Yeah, I saw you kind of turn your head when you're like listening. I'm like, kept, the dog kept, had something. Like, <laughs> yeah. In the recycle I mean, I know bin you don't care about in the kitchen and just around the corner enough where I can't see it. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. smart. Very smart. Sneaky little crap. Oh my god, that's so good. Oh, I kind of want to tell an airsoft story, but it would like super one up yours, and that'd be rude. <laughs> no, do it. Do it. Okay. I once refereed an airsoft match. You did, and got sunburned to the point that I was the color of my red shirt. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was terrible. We took aloe okay. baths. It was adorable. Um, okay, so I'll tell an airsoft story too. So after basically, you know, everyone else, we were we were in the airsoft then, right? And then I was kind of like, you know, fizzled out as they grew older and I got more into it. And, you know, <laughs> I got intensely into it, like very intensely into it. Like realized there was a whole like there was entire organizations that hosted huge events with like hundreds of people with, you know, specific uniforms and equipment you'd use and everything. And I got really into it. Right. So there's this event. Well, and in your defense, if I had been living closer to you, you'd have been you'd have been there. I would have gotten. I would have been with. there with you. Yeah, dude. Oh, I wish I you could have. Willingly. It was, it was cool. Yeah. Here's my story then. So, so my first big national event I go to is at uh, D day adventure park out in Oklahoma. It's a thousand acres where they built like a whole city in it. Um, and there's like bridges with, you know, different building, like all sorts of stuff built all over this thousand acres. Right. And so there's these uh, two major factions and then this entire group, I just found, like, I didn't know any of these people before I went, which was terrifying. But I was so excited to play that I just, I, like, forced myself to go, right? Um, and so we were this, like, third civilian faction, right, that, that, like, we'd get paid. Basically, we were, like, mercenaries would get paid to go help the other team capture certain things. And uh, so I happened to go with this group, not realizing that one of them had, like, this stupid rich dad that bought a shit ton of really cool stuff, right? So, like, we had an actual military Humvee with an airsoft minigun attached to the turret that rotated full 360 degrees. Right? And just blasting BBs everywhere, right? Super cool. Um, but, so, we're defending this this uh, Pegasus Bridge. I can't remember. I remember that. So, Pegasus Bridge is this very important place, right? It's kind of like... Um, there's a lot of other objectives going on, but the like the the passive thing was these basically like conquest and like battlefield or Call of Duty, right? Where there's these main point mm. posts that if you a certain faction held them, they accumulated points over time. 
So, um, okay. so we'd helped take this bridge, which is super cool, right? So we're fighting, you know, tree to tree, cover to cover. We get to the bridge, and you know, where people are chucking smoke grenades and smoke's going everywhere, right? And the Humvee flies across the bridge. Burr! Rush forward, right? And we charge across the bridge and and wipe everyone out. And like the uh, these guys were like the CIA, right? Like pull up in this super cool tricked out jeep and jump out, and we slam onto the windows and light them up, right? And they they take off running. Um, so we're like, it was like an hour and a half fight to take this bridge, and we're sitting in the building, you know, we're eating lunch, right? And, and all of a sudden, you hear in the distance. <laughs> I'm like, someone screams out, gun run! And I'm like, what? So I look up. They actually, you could, uh, surprisingly, apparently, airsoft BBs shoot really well out of a helicopter because of the downdraft of the blades. It's oh, like no. the most accurate your gun will ever be. So you could actually pay to like go on gun runs in this helicopter. So <laughs> I just had this epic fight to take this bridge, smoke grenades, a Humvee with a minigun on it, right? And this helicopter comes buzzing above us. And starts blasting this guy with an LMG up in there thing, right? And so it gets to the point where this this helicopter is hovering above the building I'm at. And there's no roof to it. And so it's me and a group of like four people. And we're we're running in a circle around this building as this helicopter slowly <laughs> hovering around us. Like we're, we're barely running faster as this thing is. You just hear BB slapping all around you as like leaves are snapping off and the helicopter blades are going, you know, and all your stuff's flapping from the downdraft, <laughs> running like a madman. And I got domed in the top of the head and, you know, dramatically die and collapse on the hillside. I'm like, I just for the I just died in airsoft by being shot from a guy in a helicopter. This is the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. And that's, that's my amazing. story. Yeah, yeah, you definitely went up that. Yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm really glad I got super into that sport because I have experienced some really cool shit because of it. Yeah, thank you for making us go that I wish way. I had moved closer. Me too, dude. Me too. It was a good time. Okay. And you missed out. That was fun. I wish, I wish I had people I could get into that with because, like, I was used as a as a hostage for one of the one of the games that we played at the oh yeah yeah, yeah. time i went out that was the the event that you yeah, hosted you that put I hosted. together um <laughs> you crash coursed me in the rules and i was a referee for some of it and then i was a hostage for some of it oh my god that was so much fun <laughs> it was so good you that did so, so good man fun. it was so much fun i need to get back into that i fell out of it a few years ago you know you start having kids and you know it's harder to... You know what we really need to do? We just need to get all three of us together. Uh-huh. Like a weekend. And just Go take to all event. of our clothes off. Take all of our clothes off. Hedonism, baby. Hedonism. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I respect it. Done for it. All right. I don't think... Let me double check. I don't think we have any emails. So I think we're good to, like, get out of here, guys. I'm probably going to go play more Outriders. Yeah. I'm going to see if my wife's still up so we can watch the finale of WandaVision. Oh, my God. I, I just finished the second to last episode. Yeah, we just watched it yesterday. I got oh. off of work at 5 today, and Jake had just gotten home from work. And I went, like, sprinting from this room to the living room. <laughs> I'm like, turn on WandaVision now! <laughs> 
I'm excited. I'm excited. It was it. It's it's been cool. The thing at the end of the second to last episode. We need to have an episode. We talk about WandaVision. Well, yeah, but we yeah, have to wait course. until everyone's seen the finale. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a thing. It was so much better than I thought. And apparently it was, it's it's so popular. It crashed Disney Plus at midnight because so everyone was waiting to yep. watch it. It's oh, the yeah. most streamed television show in history. Which is crazy. Really? Really, it's really. And it, it's really crazy. I mean, it's good. It's it's been surprisingly good. Yeah. I was I was hesitant with all the stuff that they were coming out with. I was like, it all makes is so it, is much sense. Grab. Yeah, yeah. But it's been good, and I like what they're doing with Marvel because the Marvel movies are still a thing, and so it's a great way to tell these like little in between stories. Like they gave us. Okay, how did Wanda and Vision... We can't, we can't do this yet, We have to wait. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wonder how wait. Wanda herself would end our episode. And I think it would go something like this. <laughs> something hey, like whatever that. happened to our intro music? It's happening, all right? People have lives. Gunbait. He just got two Mo- new Mo- puppies. Stop. You know, he's having to deal with that. Apparently they, wait, they're up to... Two? two. Yeah, he got two new puppies. At the same time? At the same time. I've done that. That's not easy. No. That's what he's going through right now. Yeah. When we got Kevin, it was just me and Kevin and Annika for two weeks. It was before I started at Mortgage Center. Jake would get home from work and forth. I would be passed out in the living room with Kevin just sleeping on my chest. And Annika wondering what the hell's going on. There was one puppy. One puppy would I'd be dead by the end of the day. Yeah. We had we had Kel as a puppy and he was He didn't like being in his cages, so he broke out of them and then barked whenever we put him in there. Forever. Kevin has learned to um sneak out of his kennel. Did I tell you guys that? Mm-hmm. We have a uh we don't know how. He's escaped like half a dozen times. We have a, a thing that looks like a wall brick for the charger, and it's got a camera in it. It's aimed towards the kennel. We still don't know how he gets out. So Kel figured out that if he, like on the wire, like the bit, you know, those big metal black cages, if he pulled hard enough on the wall, it would collapse inwards, and then he could get out. That's sassy boy. So then we put carabiners on there. He broke the carabiners off and then got out. And then we're like, fine, we're just going to get in one of those travel kennels that's like the plastic and then the metal. He broke the metal cage in half. What kind of dog is Kel? He's a lab mix. He's not. It's not like he's a huge dog. Yeah. But he's, he's like 40 pounds. Yeah, he's a cutie pie. He's a pain in the neck. But he's too, a cutie pie. Sorry, Brett. We were ending. I'm the- sorry. Yeah, that's my fault. No, you're good. I, I had to make sure I had uh, Gunbait's dog's name correctly um, instead of using the wrong, you know, person from this current mythology. From what we're talking about, just so you guys know, uh, the boy puppy is named Odin, Ooh. and the girl puppy is Freya. Oh, yes. oh good Super names. Cute. That makes me happy. All right, Russell. Where the hell can people find you? 
gosh. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at drjex. That's J E X seven two five ninety. Sure. Zero seven two five. Zero seven two five. Okay. Uh, you can find me on. <laughs> Shut up. I agree. You can find me on the Discord. Absolutely. Uh, I I um, am active in there, mostly in the D and D stuff, and occasionally posting art. Right. Um, and that is general seven two five zero seven two five zero. And that's it. Hell yeah. Mr. Sag Bag Bob. I do it at the end of the show, Russ, every fucking week. <laughs> you need me to count to ten? <laughs> Internally. <laughs> Mr. Sandbag Bob, where can people find you, lad? I am on the Twitters at Sandbag Bob. Whoa. Yes. I am on the Discord for JSG and Elmer Fart Games at Sandbag Bob. Whoa. Oh, I'm on the cash half. <laughs> and I'm on well played network. I'm PlayStation Network Sandbag Bob. Whoa. I think I'm like I think I've got Sandbag Bob almost everywhere I can get it. Like TikTok, Instagram, yeah. Snapchat, Gmail, Yahoo, Outlook. That, that's how you do it. Russell. <laughs> Very beautiful. Thanks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for episode 94 of Just Some Gardens. With the show, we are live. Blah, 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 blah. It's TV slash Just Some Gardens, Friday nights at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So we go live, we start the show. Who the hell knows when? You can find us on Twitter at JSTCast. <laughs> Linked to the Twitter now. I have upgraded our, I have updated our linked, t- our pinned tweet. And also our, what? our pinned tweet on our Twitter page. Pinned. Pinned tweet. My, my twinned Pete on my pinned Twitter tweet. page. It now has a I like that link to the website, link to here at the Twitch, a link to get into the Discord, and where to buy our shirt. All that stuff is right there on the pinned tweet. Get in the Discord, chit-chat with us. We want to see your art. We want to see everything you're up to. Come discuss all the bullshit we talk about. I also updated the cover image to add Sandbag Bob to it, so you can go take a peek at that. You're there now. Yeah, I updated all our, you know, uh, the Twitch page a bunch. I redid all our descriptions. I had to go through and redo how we're written on iTunes everywhere. It was a lot of work. We're now, we now, yeah, we're we're everywhere now. Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, we're on Pandora now. Uh, Stitcher. You had me testing Alexa today too. I had you testing Alexa because supposedly we're there now. Um, she's too dumb to find us. Yeah, I'll she's fix an idiot. That. But yeah, yeah, we're everywhere. That, Do that. You can email us just some gardens at gmail.com <laughs> to send us questions that we'll, we'll then answer on the show. That's just some guardians at gmail.com. As for myself, I'm Elmer Fudd Games. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and all those places. At Elmer Fudd Games. Double M, double D. Yes. Tomorrow night is the 10th Warzone Community Tournament. So if you're around for that, check it out. It should be crazy, and hopefully I'm organized, because I don't feel like I am. (laughs) You are. You have got this. Thanks, man. You are an amazing streamer. 
And you, you. so beautiful man. That's it. Thank you. Beautiful man. I don't know why everyone's being so nice to me. You are kind. Are you guys going to put me down? People just... Listen, <laughs> I didn't know if you were going like like to help with that. You were smart. You were kind. You was important. I didn't know. I you didn't aren't. know. Oh, I I mean it works. You are important. You're important to all of us. It's true. Thank you. Thank you. I had dreams. Just I don't take with the shop. I don't take compliments. Well, Russell, Shut take us take... out. No, you. <laughs> I don't like this. Take us out. Join us next week on Just Some Guardians for incompetency and mutual chaos.